I used to produce movies. One critic called them European. I thought they were shit. Bullshit! We do not make B pictures here at Capitol. So it's kind of a psychic political thriller comedy with a heart. But it doesn't make any sense, okay? It's fucking stupid. Okay, there actually has to be something that happens that's actually funny. Now, what is the one thing if you put it in a movie, it'll be successful? Tits. That is funny. <laughs> I can take you through it step by step, explaining why your story stinks. But I won't insult your intelligence. There ain't no goddamn taste. Ain't no goddamn motion picture. Why are you still in character? All right. Well, hello and welcome to You're Gonna Hate It. We are going to jump right into it because we have got, I think, I think like we're recording on a weeknight and like we're both super tired, but we have, I think, like so much to say about both of these movies. Also, also, I'm sorry, we're about to review almost five hours of movie. So like... Almost all of that comes from one. Like th- we've got a hundred minutes from one and then like 400 minutes from the other. Yeah, yeah, I- insane. People are perverts. Um, I don't know why I said that. Probably because I'm tired. And also because it's true. Yeah, I don't know that you're wrong. I don't know that it applies here necessarily. Everyone like, just wants to get their little nipples twisted to, 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 to watch a movie. You didn't have a thought there, and you just filled it in with, what are we talking about? We're talking about a movie. I don't know why my jewel is broken. I'm, I'm having a hard time. I'm warm. Rob said I'm not allowed to be shirtless on this. I said with you, you can do it. You just have to turn your video off. I don't want to see your fucking nipples all night. Literally no fun. And yes, you do. They're, they're smaller than you think. I don't want to see your little pepperonis. Thank you very much. Can I, can I tell you a joke that... Uh, my dad and uh, you already uh, told me this joke yeah but no i'm talking to the listener <laughs> we're not getting any bands in so let me just we're, we're going straight into it let me just tell this joke okay uh, all right all right folks i didn't even finish the introduction <laughs> yeah well because it's my turn it's, it's our time down here it, my so my cool. turn was half a sentence and then it became your turn <laughs> that's how it goes yeah it's nothing new um what's it go what's What's the difference between uh, between the shower curtain and toilet paper? I don't know. Well, then you're cleaning the bathroom. There you go. Okay. All right. So this is a film podcast uh, where each week we good. talk about two movies. Usually we each assign the other one. But this month, as we discussed, we're kind of doing a theme month or looking at like, you know, mainstream big budget Hollywood filmmaking over the last decade and so this week we are looking at superhero movies and you know each week we're contrasting one movie that hit and was a success and one movie that was a failure and this is maybe this is I think probably the starkest example of the biggest success I mean literally this is the most financially successful movie ever made and probably I think of the movies we're going to be discussing I think this might be the biggest flop too like, I think they like this movie lost like lost like a hundred billion dollars. This movie mm-hmm. lost like the GDP of some smaller African nations. Yeah, but, yeah. This also like the GDP of like Djibouti. You don't know where Djibouti is? Guess what? US has a black site there. You learn something today. Anyway, what's it called? Shut the That's fuck not up. a racist oh term. It's not a racist term. It's an accurate. It's what they call them. Um, 
you're okay. I don't know what you're doing. I told you not to be on set. My point is, folks, is that yeah, like this is. I literally. I okay, ooh, hold on, hold on. <laughs> we'll talk more about the Fantastic Four when we get no, to no, the no, Fantastic no, no, Four. No, no, I'm not talking about the Fantastic Four. I'm talking about Endgame. I was thinking about this, and I like. What are the movies that have made like, like this equivalent amount of money? There's like Gone with the Wind, which God knows why, boring, right? Never seen it. Um, there's Endgame, which like was like the grand culmination. I was talking to my brother about this of like. 10 years of like major Hollywood blockbuster movie making basically. Right. Yeah. You get like, well, I mean like, like we're talking smash hits, like things that have, that, that, that have like, but I mean, even fucking, you know, I mean like, 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 like what I literally can't even imagine what will be the thing that breaks fantastic or fantastic for that like breaks this end game, the record. It's going to be big. I mean, it might be nothing because movies are canceled now. Movies um, are canceled now. Yeah. yeah. It's about time. It's all TV forever now. God, can you imagine? Can you imagine it was all just like some show called like, I don't know, The Way of Water that's about some sad college like girl who like lies about having a PhD to get a job teaching at New York University. Okay, I don't know where this pitch is going, so I have to cut you off because you clearly don't know where this pitch is going either. The point That's is... every TV show now. It's all shit like that. I don't know that anything is like... <laughs> I don't know what you just described. But, but yes, like... So we're referring to... And I think this it is actually worth like at least mentioning this just because it, it, it feels like just meaningful context, just that Warner Brothers announced that all of their movies are gonna co- premiere simultaneously on what? You're, you're just thinking about Warner Brothers shirts, but we're moving on. Again, we cannot afford to get too distracted. <laughs> That's why I didn't say anything. Okay, yeah, but I mean, announced, I mean, you are, you are, thank you. Bob and I have an entire conversation. Okay, about now you're being bad. <laughs> Yes. Just again, it's a weeknight. We got a lot to talk about. We need to keep moving. But I am also hilarious that I said we had a cover. I talked to you about them and about whether or not I might buy one and what you think that would be like. And you just existed on the phone with me in that moment. Yeah. See how that happened. Yeah. That's a conversation between us. Anyway. Yeah. No. So Warner Brother Entertainment okay. has, um, has announced <laughs> that yes, there will be no movies this year. That's okay. That's no. not. That's not what they announced. <laughs> I know what they said. You say it. You're better than they, me. All of their movies, at least for next year, will premiere on both theaters and HBO Max simultaneously because they, they own ah. HBO Max. And, you know, yeah. that's it's one of those things that you can, that was certainly accelerated by the pandemic, um, but we were probably always moving in that direction anyway. Um, you know, every uh, studio or every... Uh, you know, every film production company is owned by a media conglomerate or, you know, owned by a company that you're, I think Warner Brothers is ultimately owned by like AT&T, but, you know. Yeah, I think so. Least, yes, they are. But anyway, they're... And they, they shockingly own HBO, which you think would be, I don't well, no, maybe you wouldn't, no, no, it wouldn't be the other way around. Yeah, they own HBO and I think, yeah, I think you're right. I think they're... Yeah, so it's... Which AT&T and, is merged with Time Warner too. So it's like... God, there were like five companies in America, really. Um, yeah, I mean, the Warner yeah, and Time no, Warner is Warner Brothers. Than- but 
the, the point is, it's just that's every, true. True. I don't know. I might've just said a thing because it sounds right. But anyway, the yeah. every, every film studio has a similar arrangement, you know, where their parent company also owns a streaming service. And so, you know, this is this like, there's an opportunity for vertical integration, you know, so they're all going to take it. And, you know, if they do that and, you know, um, they don't have to give the theater chains a cut. Um, no, theater, pro theater profits, you, you know this more than me. They've been going, they must've been going down, right? It fluctuates. Uh, they're certainly, you know, cosmically, you know, I don't know if they're down the past like two or three years, but you, you compare it like on a, on a year, like decade by decade basis. Yeah. Fewer people go to the movies. Um, yeah. 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 And especially when the tickets cost like, well, like a month and a half, two months worth of like streaming fees for like one movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, you have to leave your house, put on pants. Right. And only, I mean, perfect like us would take that deal. Yeah. But sorry. The experience, I just, I will, I, I don't, I, I, I'm not saying this is necessarily going to kill the theatrical experience. Like, I, I think that it will probably survive in one form or another, but certainly seems like most of the money going forward is going to be invested towards things that are, you know, made to be streamed. Um, yeah. And that, that means that what we get will change, you know, because of the the love, like, as I, the point that you were making when you gave your weird pitch for a show about someone with uh, imposter syndrome or something, I don't know. That's was, every show. Okay, shut the fuck up. Burn Notice but, was a show about a spy with imposter syndrome, so they're literally just all that. Your your reference, your your evidence show from, like, 15 years ago. Ran That's what every seasons. show is now? Ran seven okay. seasons. I don't know if you ran that many seasons. I just picked them. <laughs> Not just... The larger yeah. point just is that you know, TV tends to be of a lower quality. You know, there's yeah. there was all this valley who, you know, like around this, you know, turn of the millennium with like the Sopranos and the Wire and Deadwood and Breaking Bad and Mad Men that TV was just as good as movies. And the best TV like that is as good as movies. And there are a lot of bad movies, obviously, but yeah. so much of like what is produced now, particularly, like does seem to be kind of stuff that is made to be put on in the background while you're looking at your phone. Exactly. Yeah. 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 It made yeah. to be left on for yeah. like hours and which but what i never get is like why do they want people to binge because they're not putting advertisements is that the next step because no because the moment you put advertisements in everyone's going to stop with that streaming service unless they all do it you know what no, i mean no it's just because their valuation rests on like actual use um hmm. huh. and it doesn't make any sense Because, I mean, well, most of these, like Netflix is one of those companies like Uber that like has never actually turned a profit. Oh, yeah. Like it's entirely like investor based. And so, you know, to prove to their investors, we provide a value, like a, a service that is going to have long term value. Like they need to prove people actually use this. No, yeah. they actually care about it. It's so funny how much of the American economy is just like just completely banks on tricking really dumb rich people. Right, but yeah. Any anyway, just I'm laughing. Yeah, but so just the point that I was making is that you know TV is again something that it to be at least a lot of TV now is something to be 
is made with the expectation that you're not really going to pay attention to it. And the nice thing about, you know, movies that are made to run in theaters is that they have to be able to hold your attention because you can't look at your phone. Um, yeah, there's a higher- dollars on this, yeah. Yeah, there's an expectation that there has to be a level of quality here. Um, and I just, I like the theatrical experience better than staying at home. Oh, and I'm someone, so I am good. some- I am someone who loves staying at home. Like it really takes a lot for me to get you know move, leave my house, but I love sitting in a dark room and entering this kind of weird dream state and seeing this big screen and having no distractions whatsoever. Yeah, you know, and it's not having to worry about whether my internet is going to fuck up halfway through. You know. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like the it's kind of like the closest most of us will ever come to being in like a sensory deprivation chamber. Like it's weird. Like because you do just like even though yeah. so far like you just get. Like, like, like the way, like the science, the way that they've structured the theater, the dimming of the lights, the everything, like the popcorn, just like a thing you can just mindlessly chew, right? It is a deeply immersive experience. It's insane. It's insane. Yeah. And it's so cool. And yeah, like, yeah. I mean, you know me. How, how many folks, how many times have I seen, I've seen a completely banal movie in the theater? I'm a man that's going to the right. theater a lot in his life. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and, I'm going to start, start saying, I like going to the theater and I'm talking about the movie theater. That's going to be my new bit. Yeah, but you know, around like the 2000s, like you you start to get like, like like the, the beginning of this century, like you start to get like, you know, bigger flat screen TVs and you start to get people saying things like, eh, it's, you know, it's as good as the theatrical experience. Ticket sales start to decline. You know, there is genuinely better TV on. There's just, there's more competition for people's attention. And you know, so I'll the worst cartoons, though. <laughs> I'll say but, that. But anyway, so just you know, like studios stop investing in in like mid-budget adult movies. You know, they stop marketing to adults almost entirely. You know, like every, not every, but the like the amount of like studio films that are marketed towards children goes way up. That's where they start putting almost all of their money. And you know, it made like a billion dollars, or, or or maybe that was like everything included, or, or so many like things. A lot of things have made a billion dollars, but Minions movie. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, so I, I say all that just to to say that to sort of introduce Avengers Endgame, which is kind of the end point of that sort of industry trend that. You know, this this was the end result of, you know, the kidification of movies and now movies are over and it's just all going to be Emily in Paris forever from here on out. Exactly. Yeah, I was trying to describe Emily in Paris. I, I think I yeah. did a pretty good job. And I don't know what that is. I've never watched it. I just know that everyone on Twitter watched it and they all hated it, but they all watched all of it. Exactly. So, yeah. so, so that is that. <laughs> That is the future. That is everything from here on out. Yep. It's just yep. here's some shit that you hate that you that will kind of distract you while you're looking at your phone. I I yeah, I think someone described it. I think it was I want to say they said it was ambient entertainment or something yeah. like that, which is like such a fucking good phrase for that cuz that is exactly yeah. what it cuz like I mean like I mean, I mean like can you imagine yourself, right? And you are guys who deeply love watching stuff, right? Yeah. I mean, like, like, like sitting down and watching something like Emily in Paris. But here's the thing. I say that I watched almost all of the Queen's Gambit, which also something I never, if you said to me, Matt, you're going to watch almost an entire show about some sad girl who 
some like sad like autistic girl who does a lot of drugs playing chess i'd be like probably not and yet i watched almost all of it um okay yeah yeah, yeah. and you know what i can't tell you what it was about <laughs> plays chess that's all i know yeah and I, I i have not seen that yet it's on my list but like what i've heard from a lot of people is like it's good but like <gasps> that should have been a movie like there wasn't eight hours of story there there was two it would have been tighter like yeah i think that's <laughs> there are a lot of things that should have been movies but it's easier to get a tv show made now than a movie especially that kind of thing that's like a you know again like a mid-budget thing for adults you know yeah. they're in the mandalorian aggressively fine like, like i know people love the mandalorian i don't entirely get it i think it is fine yeah it is it is a show that aims to be fine and succeeds yeah. here's some star wars and i'm again i'm a man who has read star wars extended universe novels yep. and i'm like i'm not that excited by it i'm a man that can tell you what the different markings on battle droids mean and yes yeah yeah let me tell you something i've not even seen the mandalorian because i'm just kind of like um, it's I don't need to, I know. I get enough. I literally, so many people watch The Mandalorian that I think feel mostly caught up just ambiently. You know yeah. what I mean? It's not even really a show that you need to be caught up on. There's not a whole lot that happens. There's like, yeah. it goes to a planet, there's a monster or something, the baby does something cute and they move on. You know, yeah. well, and it's yeah. fine. It's not yeah. bad. Yeah. And I, I kind of like the like, you know, I like episodic storytelling. Not everything has to have like a five season arc. It's just, yeah. it's not particular. like it's just, I don't think it's really... <laughs> well done honestly like again it's fine i'm not saying it's bad it's just it's there's you know there's not a whole lot there yeah yeah and yet statistically i am the weird one for having never seen a single episode of it yes you know what I mean? anyway we we had this whole conversation about how we needed to be focused and like this is my fault i brought us down this road i apologize to myself tomorrow morning i'm going to be very tired i'm already very tired but now let me say our first movie is Avengers Endgame, directed by Joe and Anthony Russo from last year, 2019. Roll that trailer. God, it seems like a thousand years ago. I fought my way out of that cave. Became Iron Man. Realized I loved you. I know I said no more surprises, but... I was really hoping to pull off one last one. The world has changed. None of us can go back. All we can do is our best. And sometimes the best that we can do is to start over. should move on. Some do, but not us. Even if there's a small chance, we owe this to everyone who's not in this room to try. We will. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Whatever 
Hicks. Whatever it takes. Welcome back from the trailer. Who directed it? Joe and Anthony Russo. They are brothers who uh, which, uh, directed a couple of the other um, Captain America movies. And prior to that, got their start uh, work directing episodes of Community. Um, That's insane. We're the most. Sorry. Community, Community has launched the career of like several like major franchise filmmakers like Justin Lin, who's directed most of like the like latter Fast and the Furious movies yeah. that started in Community. <coughs> Community is like one of those shows. Community is really like our generation Saint Elsewhere, where it's just kind of like, holy shit. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know about Saint Elsewhere. I just said a thing. But no. But, but it, I mean, it was kind of like an ideal like launching pad for like that for like people who would go on to be like franchise filmmakers because it, it was like a you know all like everything they did was like here's like a, an action movie that was made for like a sitcom budget. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm gonna say right now? What's it called when you and I start directing uh, movies together? What's it called? Uh, we should we should do that gimmick. We should just be like the something brothers. Just tell people we're brothers and just do that. You know what I mean? I feel like people like that. I I don't like that. What? No, no I'm not I'm, one of those people. No, 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 no. You want to know what our stage names are? It's What's called, that? Uh, Rob and Matt Keegan. We're the Keegan brothers. Yeah, no, no, no. It's not. It's not the name that I have a problem with, Matt. It's the association. <laughs> what? 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 You know what? This is how you treat your brother. This is ridiculous. All right, all right. End game. I'm be so mad. Anyway, end game. So, so this is this is again the most financially successful movie ever made. The uh, season finale of uh, season one of the Avengers, um, which I mean, it, this this really is a movie that should have like a previously on <laughs> the Avengers like segment at the beginning of it. Yeah. So, can I actually talk about that real quick? Because yeah, because you you're. Yeah, you're a man who has not seen an Endgame, correct? What? No, I I saw the only Avengers movie that's like part of like the like Avengers that I saw. I saw the first Avengers that was the Avengers, the one where they talk about shawarma and shit like that. I saw that yeah. in 2012. Yeah. Yes, and then no Avengers movies, and then I saw Endgame. And let me tell you something: I was very confused. Yeah, this is this is a movie that expects you to like know what happened in the post credit yeah. sequence of Ant-Man and the Wasp. <laughs> like <laughs> it is <laughs> It's insane that like it's not insane that this movie made this much money, but it's like just the like the the Marvel project is in enough is in and of itself insane. Like it's so crazy. It's like, so crazy. Even just going going back to the fact that we're obviously we're gonna have to talk about this more when we get to Fantastic Four, but like just the fact that like they had to, like they decide we want to launch this cinematic universe, but we also don't have the rights to any of our most popular characters. Like the three most popular Marvel like comic characters are Spider-Man, Fantastic Four, and the X-Men. And they have the rights to none of those. Like yeah. Iron Man pre-Robert Downey Jr. is like a twelfth tier comic yeah. book hero. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I I I remember I remember when they made the Iron Man movies because I went like I, I don't even know what no, you know what? Because I was always obsessed. The only superheroes I ever liked were the ones that used guns, because I was like, that's cool. <laughs> so I was like 
So I was like, yeah, Iron Man and the Punisher, the two best ones. So I actually knew who Iron Man was before they started making Iron Man movies. I remember being like, oh, cool. They're making an Iron Man movie. Like that's- I mean, for me, it was just like the one that Ghostface Killer is really into. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, and that's, I was also very into, I'm also very into Wu-Tang. So there was that. Yeah. So that but yeah, no, yeah, that's it. Yeah, you have like, who, who, like Iron Man, Captain America. Like, I mean, but yeah, no X-Men. No fucking, um, I mean, no Spider-Man was like really like, although then they got Spider-Man. So then they had to, they had to like, they had to make like some like hundred million dollar deal with Sony to like borrow the rights to Spider-Man. Yeah. Like at one point, like after Spider-Man had been like in one or two movies, like Sony tried to like shake them down and like take the rights back unless they gave them more money. And so for like three days, they're like, this is, I think all, I don't remember exactly when this was. This was a few years ago, but it was like, I, but like for like three days, every Marvel fanboy on Twitter was like having a panic attack because they're like, no more Spider-Man. Oh my God, they gave us a taste of Spider-Man. Just like the, the drug dealer gives you a free one and then he takes it away. I don't know. Do I have to sell my kids to get more Spider-Man now? <laughs> I want to be a movie exec now because yeah. it's just, just knowing that you have that power to just really upset like a 32 year old is honestly yeah. sounds like heroin. You know what I yeah. mean? <laughs> that's what, yeah, that's what Spider Man is the heroin. <laughs> <laughs> just imagining a Sony exec on Twitter, just his entire computer drenched in cum, <laughs> just reading yeah. all of these men having panic attacks. <clears throat> oh, it's a beautiful image. You love to be you love to be annoying, but no. So this, so so the Marvel. Because I don't know if you remember this, they came out with like there was like initial Marvel movies like right around when like we were like I don't know like like 10, 12 years ago or something like that, and then yeah, <coughs> I, the original <laughs> Iron Man was oh wait exactly right which was i think i think the the next follow-up to that was the edward norton hulk movie which has been completely forgotten because edward norton was too much of an asshole on set and was replaced yeah by me not by me i remembered it i saw it in the books i think that's actually the the only marvel movie i have not seen despite thinking the franchise is again just aggressively fine i have seen everyone except (laughs) for the forgotten incredible hulk I saw that. I saw that Incredible Hulk, and I remember. I remember thinking, I do not buy Ed Norton as the Incredible Hulk. That's an insane choice. Yeah. Make- I mean, Mark Ruffalo is an insane choice. I think actually works really well. Like exactly. Yeah. 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 Well, because he's like. Let's cast the gent. Let's let's cast the gentlest man we can think of as the Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The man. Yeah. The man. Yeah. He's just one of the sweetest men I've ever. I've seen like multiple interviews of him because he was a big Bernie guy and I was a big Bernie guy. So like I've seen so many things with him and he's just he's just like the sweetest man in the world and then he's yeah. just the Hulk. When, yeah. And then in this movie, he's smart Hulk. I have folks. Folks. Yeah. They. they like they've never given him his own movie, so they keep just giving him more business to do, like in each movie. Like Yeah. He's like, in Ragnarok. He's in like, like he's sort he's sort of talking in Ragnarok and in Endgame, he's got like an Iron Man Hulk suit. It's just eh, we'll give we'll give the Hulk some extra business in this one. It's I think it's it's largely because, you know, if we make uh, Iron Man suit for Hulk, we can make a toy out of it. But you know Yeah, yeah, that has to be it. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why I also don't believe that they're done. Oh, they're not done. They're not done making these. Like this was just this again. This is the season finale of the first season. This was Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans are now too expensive, so they're going. But we've got like literally oh, 
we've got literally every other actor on in the planet on contract. So we can we're going to keep making these until you know, yeah, the heat death of the universe. There's so many things about this movie that are like just insane flexes, but the fact that they got respectively Michael Douglas, Michelle Pfeiffer, Robert Redford, and Tilda Swinton for one scene each, just because oh, yeah, we can we can do that. Fuck you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, what is this money? You're talking about money? I yeah. right? Just literally wiping their ass with hundred dollar bills. Just like who gives yeah. a shit? Just and then like reuse footage of Natalie Portman because she would not return to set. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We got her anyway. Like, actually, do you know do you know why she like? No, no. I was actually wondering that. Why? So apparently, this is what I've heard is that so she was Thor's girlfriend in the first two. She's also a scientist, but mostly there is Thor's girlfriend. Unfortunately, in the first come on, two come on, folks. movies, come on, um, they, Thor they, movies. They make every but... woman in these goddamn series, they make them all like you know, and she's a doctor, folks. And then, but like they're like, oh yeah, yeah, she's a like that is not what she like they just say that and then do not use that point at all they have her say one sciencey thing and they have her like trip and and her ass sticks up in the air like it's really like come on folks but but anyway so <laughs> she she was in the first two and the second thor movie actually ends with them being like we are going to be together forever and then yeah, she I know. just disappears from the franchise yeah yeah because um, i saw both of them in the theater but but apparently the reason was i don't remember if it was thor 2 or thor 3 but uh Patty Jenkins, who eventually went on to direct Wonder Woman, was supposed to direct one of them. And she was like really pushing for it. Like there should be a woman who gets to direct one of these movies because that's still a thing that almost never happens. Like I think at that point, like I don't think other than Catherine Bigelow for K-19 The Widowmaker, which is this weird one-off where like National Geographic strangely handed her a hundred million dollars. Like I don't think a woman had ever been given a hundred million dollars as a budget to make a movie. And so how Natalie much, Portman. How much was Hurt Locker? Hurt Locker was like fifty million or something like that. Wasn't no, it? no, no. Hurt Locker was a very inexpensive movie. Really? I don't. Hurt I mean, Locker. Could be effects, but uh, Hurt Locker is the lowest-grossing Best Picture winner ever. It made like fifteen million dollars. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, yeah. And then even that—that that kind of fails the Bechdel test because she's just James Cameron's ex-wife. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Okay. But anyway, Patty Jenkins was like Natalie Portman was really pushing for we should give a woman like a superhero movie. Like, yeah. please, can we just get like just one out of 50? That would be nice. Yeah. And they like they promised her, yes, we will give it to Patty Jenkins and then like backed off. Mm-hmm. They they canceled it. And Natalie Portman was like, nah, fuck you, I'm done. Yeah. Which what a, I mean, listen, 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 listen. I mean, I have no choice but to respect that. That's insane. That's insane. To walk away from a paycheck where it's literally just like, literally no one with my last name will ever have to work again. You know what I mean? Just just, just because they didn't let a woman direct one of these pieces of shit is incredible. That is such a fucking... I wouldn't make that move. They could literally put a Nazi in charge and I would be like, yeah, sure, whatever. I'm a bug man. Kill me. I don't care. (laughs) Who gives a shit? You're going to make millions of dollars, buddy. Come on. Money talks. Okay, saying. so you were you were trying to intro your relationship to this movie. That's right. Yeah. So yeah. No. To Iron Man came out in two thousand eight. <laughs> that's, that's as far as we got into that. Yeah, Iron Man came out in two thousand eight. I saw like I saw like a handful of like those like where it's just like them. Like I saw like Thor. I saw Captain like America. Some of the one offs, not the. Yes. yes, 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 yes. I didn't see, I saw very few of the second ones of that. The only ones I saw all of them for were Iron Man. And then I saw, 
I guess all of Thor, uh, all like like Thor one, two, and then Ragnarok. But it was all Ragnarok like this year. Um, what's it called? And then beyond that, I've seen uh, yeah, like I haven't seen Black Panther. Um, haven't seen um, yeah, like there was a, haven't seen Doctor Strange. There's a lot of me going like, who's that? Uh, over and over. <laughs> Yeah, and I watched this movie with my brothers, and they had seen all of it, so they helped. But I was just like, there were so many points where I was like, should I watch Infinity War? And then I was like, also three hours long, not or however the hell long it was. I was like, not doing that. No, I'm watching this. Rob told me to watch this. Rob knows I have faith in Rob. I'm just gonna watch this, and it'll be funnier that way. Because yes, I spent the first hour of this movie insanely confused and refusing to do any research uh, because I was like, I don't That's- know. For our podcasting purposes, I think that is the best way for you to have watched this. Exactly. Yes. 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 So I. So so for my best guess, what happened was before this movie is um, there was a big fight where the big uh, purple gorilla-looking guy, uh, whose yes. name is Thandos, uh, uh, Jacked Grimace. Yeah, Jack Grimace. Yeah, who is played by I'm gonna guess Patrick Warburton, uh, Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin, really? Okay. Well, yeah. But that honestly, can I be honest with you? That's who I meant. <laughs> you confused Patrick Warburton with Josh Brolin. That's the worst thing in the world. It's not like I confused it with Chad Bozeman. That would have been way worse. Anyway, what's it I called? Mean, one one of them is a is a is a highly respected actor, and the other one uh, was in No Country Josh for Brolin. Old Men. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, one of them. Yeah, yeah, one of them. Yeah, one of them. One of them. Uh, I'm. Uh, I, I shouldn't make fun of Patrick Warburton. I like Patrick Warburton. What Patrick? Patrick Warburton is so cool. I would have lo- actually. Patrick Warburton should have played Thanos. That would have been a much better choice. I'm just gonna say. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I I did the snap. I I don't know. I can't do Patrick Warburton. I don't know why I made him sound like Kermit. Anyway, no, yeah, that's, but, uh, that's so far off. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so so famously Pat- deep voiced Patrick Warburton. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> not yeah. like a frog. Yeah, yeah, yeah some frogs have deep voices. Uh, what's it called? No, um, uh, uh, so 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 Thanos. So Thanos is a uh, 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 so Thanos is uh, Peter Thiel and uh, does the snap to get rid of all the homeless people. No, what is it? He does the snap to get rid of. He's like uh, there are too many people. He's like uh, eco-fascist type. Yeah, he's a Malthusian and he's worried yeah. about overpopulation. Which so, I was like, oh. yeah. So what? It doesn't. Bad guy. It doesn't see even like even if you accept like overpopulation is like the greatest threat facing the universe. Which sure, like if you really want to like. Like you, you get rid of half the people. Like we're gonna be back up there in like ten years. You know how fast yeah. people breed, man. You gotta, you gotta really mow the lawn a lot farther than that. You were kicking the, kicking the can down to like, not even like your children, just like yeah. you with gray hair. Like you're yeah, gonna be exactly. dealing with that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what? It, like what? What was it? What was it? They were like, what was it? They were like, well, like I think like not. E- they were like, well, in 1900, there were like I think a hundred million people in America. Something like that, yeah. But that was like after like huge waves of immigration already. Like, yeah, yeah, like that, like, like I think the world hit like a billion people in like 1950 or something like that. Like, yeah, buddy, it's it's exponential. You're just gonna, then he also kills half of all living things. So he kills like half the trees too and shit like that. 
Does he? I don't. I don't know. My brother's that. Anyway, so Thanos makes no sense. All right, but they're all very mad at him and very sad too because he killed all of their friends and and Hawkeye just gets fucked. So so Hawkeye is not in Endgame. Like they just leave him out of the movie because they're like, eh, no one really cares about Hawkeye. No, 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 in Infinity War, you mean. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, the first scene of this movie is basically reminding you, hey, remember Hawkeye exists? Remember Hawkeye? Remember the bow and arrow guy? Yeah, I know, literally. Married married to Linda Cardellini from Freaks and Geeks. When he came on the screen, I literally said, hey, it's the most useless member of this guy. This guy that they're just, they must just be trying to kill by involving him in the Avengers. The man? See, it's just, it's like a... A, like it's a leftover like bad idea from like 2012 when like yeah. people were trying to make Jeremy Renner a leading man which he's not he's a he's great character not. actor but is not a leading man and is definitely not someone who acts naturally in front of green screen nope which is it's like or its own ever. special like its own special skill set like there are people who can like successfully like pretend that I'm not just talking to a tennis ball and there are people who cannot and Jeremy Renner is not really a guy who convince who can convince you he's not talking to a tennis ball you know what he was you but, know what I actually really liked him in and I think and 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 no and I think perfectly encapsulates what you're talking about with him being like a not terrible character actor the town I think he's a great character actor well no but like the town he was great yeah he was great like, in the town great in the hurt locker but yeah oh yeah he was hurt locker yeah 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 like but this yeah but there was this brief period where like uh between this and um uh fuck uh mission impossible both uh ghost protocol Protocol. the third one like he's in that and they they put him in that because the plan was to like introduce his character and then in the next movie have him like take over the franchise because they thought tom cruise might need to retire they did the same thing with the born movies yeah everyone very quickly realized like Jeremy Renner is a lot of things. He is not Tom Cruise and Matt Damon. No, absolutely but, not. No. Anyway, we're still stuck with him in this movie where his whole arc is just, I just want my kids back. I just want my kids back. No, his entire arc, his entire no. arc is that, is that there is a 50-50 chance that, 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 that you're going to get snapped away. And he, he lives and loses his entire family. Three right. kids and a wife, done. Just the first scene, and listen, as someone with as someone with kids, like of course, like you know, oh, your greatest fear, or whatever. But like, I'm so I laughed when it happened. Yeah, because it was just because like, it is done. It is so much. <laughs> ah, fuck you, guy. Fuck you, long guy. You're the most useless member. You can't die for some reason. You're running around <clears throat> fighting aliens and cosmic evil with a <clears throat> fucking with a fucking. Like not even with a with a pre Bronze Age piece of equipment, and yet you will never die. But your entire family eating hot dogs done, done. Fucking yeah. So, done. so he gets a Peaky Blinders haircut and commits yeah. mass murder, and then tries to kill himself. Yeah. Remember when he remember when he's speaking Japanese in this? That's great. I was. Yeah. I laughed so yeah. hard. That's a, that's another thing Jeremy Renner cannot sell Japanese. No. <laughs> Fluent <laughs> Japanese speaker Jeremy Renner. doesn't doesn't don't buy it oh my god oh god no but so yeah no it's just everyone's really sad um captain america's in a support group uh so so to just to to back up because i i I want to just sort of so i i think that 
if I if we had wanted to do like the like the better event movie, I actually think that Infinity War is a better movie than this um, because it is like a little bit oh, more. No, focused. I haven't seen it. Oh, yeah. No, I haven't seen it. <clears throat> but it is like it is more focused. Like Thanos is actually kind of the main character of it. Yeah. Like where whereas this is just it's this movie has so much business to do like that it just it can't really focus on any one thing. It has to pay off like every like set up and pay off like an arc for 50 different characters. So it, it's yeah. there's just so much going on. But like like Endgame is this is almost it's almost like a disaster movie where you're like watching this storm come in and then like seeing the chaos unfold. It's you know, it's still like, you know, as with this movie, it has trouble convincing you that it should be taken seriously. Yeah. which it is trying to do. And we'll get into that more in a second, but like it is at least a, I would say a more effective movie, but then at the end of it, like you said, like he does the snap and half of, half of everything disappears, including, and like, there's a moment where you're like, okay, he did the thing. Like half of the people are going to die. And you're almost like, how seriously should I take it? And then they like, they kill off everyone that you already know had a sequel greenlit. Like, like, you already announced like there are going to be four more Black Panther movies. I know you just just didn't kill Black Panther. Like, come on, I've read the day, I've read the trades. Like, you didn't just fucking kill Spider Man. You just got him back from Sony. Like, seriously, man. If you want me to take this, like this, like I know this is a movie for children, and they were not going to genocide the superheroes. Like, I know that it's not going to stick. But if you want to give like give it a little bit of weight, like work a little bit harder to sell me. It would have been so funny if they were just like, yeah, that's the last one. <laughs> We spent a hundred million dollars to get Spider-Man back just to kill him so that you would cry, 34-year-old Redditor. <laughs> That's why I should run a movie franchise because 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 Infinity War would have been endgame and then that would have been it. I'd have been like, no more movies <laughs> for you. No more movies for you pigs. But yeah, so then that leaves this movie like if if the last if Infinity War is like a disaster movie, this this is like watching FEMA clean up for three hours. Yeah, that's actually, yeah. actually yes, that is actually a perfect summation of what this is. Yes, it's yeah. it's 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 yeah, it's when the levees break. Or I never saw that movie. I don't know. I don't like you quoting movies I haven't seen, but because you want to seem learned. I was alive when that happened. I was alive. And I remember we got a, it was, I remember it happened like right before, um, uh, like, or like, right. Cause yeah, it was like end of August of like, uh, 2005. Right. So, or 2004. Yeah. So I was five. Well, either way, either way, I had just entered, um, uh, ninth grade. I remember we had a new student and (laughs) and science teacher was like, Oh, welcome. Where are you from? And he said, New Orleans. And, and uh, he was, what's it called? And, and he said, New Orleans. And she said, oh, I bet you're happy you're not there anymore, aren't you? Why aren't you asleep? <laughs> Speaking of Spider-Man, what? Hello. Hey, Audrey. <laughs> Seems a little late for you, Audrey. But I'm here for, for some daddy time. Let's mute her. <laughs> Man, seeing that he knew how to mute was like the moment in Jurassic Park where the you see the Velociraptors know how to work doorknobs. <laughs> yeah, no, no. For me, you know what that was, honestly? What? What's it called? Uh, uh, the first time I got a text message from him. Oh, boy. Like, but like, 
So like even like taking my parents' phone and like just sending emojis. And I was like, all right, yeah, you know, just hitting buttons. And then he sent me something like, hey, like I'm 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 here on the toilet, just uh, hanging out, pooping. How are you doing? And I was like, what the fuck? So he can actually type, unlike you. Yeah, no, yeah, he he actually is much better at it than me. But I'm gonna show him just because I feel like he's just a little too literate. You know, I don't want, I don't want him to be a nerd. Okay, so so to get back into it, like you like you said, the beginning of this movie, like for whatever reason, they like this whole franchise just for like half an hour turns into the leftovers. Yes, um, yes. they literally have Captain Fucking America in a support group, which is leading a support group where meeting. just to focus on that scene for a minute. Like before this movie came out, like there was so much hype that Marvel was going to finally include after 12 years or I guess 11 years, its first yeah. gay character. Yeah. And what that turned out to be is in the support group, there is a dude who has two lines. One of which is that he went on a, a date with a dude. And the other one is that he misses the Mets. Yes. So like not, not only could they not make their first gay character anyone who counted at all they had to further insult us by making him a Mets fan, Mets fan. <laughs> yeah and wait and isn't it the director having a cameo that's what my brother told me yeah, yeah, might yeah. Be. I don't know yeah because remember we were watching it and he's like or he's like all right you ready for the first gay character in a Marvel movie <laughs> yeah and I was like, like thank you Disney thank you so much that's so cool that's so cool <laughs> 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 that's so cool <laughs> literally just one line that i i got coffee with a man can you believe it that such a thing could happen in 2019 two men sitting at the same table at starbucks just talking about the mets just be yeah yeah and he's not like a big fruity guy he likes sports like well i mean they they can't even give him the self-respect to like the yankees though yeah yeah which listen which listen listen I, i genuinely don't understand why you would be a mets fan like I don't, I don't have self-loathing. Friends. Yeah, it, it has. I mean, I have friends who are like, I have a friend who's like a diehard Mets fan, and for the life of me, I've always just been like, this has to. Be, why? Like, I don't get it. Like, you're literally, yeah. you just be like, I'm from New York. It's the same reason you sit around and complain about Marvel movies rather than just enjoying things and having a nice life. You want to feel better than people while also that's having a worse time. That's it. That's it. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> the funniest thing in the world, the funniest thing in the world was I, I got really into baseball. Uh, I, was, I was actually pretty into baseball for like a few years. And, but the year I got really into baseball, like initially was 2007. And I picked as my team, you know, the mm. team that I kind of rooted for here and there. Uh, the uh, the the Boston Red Sox and my friend who was a Mets fan was like was like you're such a fucking idiot you picked the Red Sox they're terrible this year <laughs> and again folks this is 2007 so <laughs> yep the, the Mets make it to the playoffs and fucking choke and the Red Sox the win Mets. the world yeah and the Red Sox win the World Series and I came to school that next day decked head to toe in red sox gear <laughs> big poppy right here buddy he literally wouldn't talk to me the entire day he literally like just, enjoy bobby bonilla day he literally he just started yelling at me he was so, yep. he started yelling at me and then avoided me the rest of the day it was the funniest thing in the world <clears throat> oh my god love you justin you fucking idiot yeah, so a yankees fan man come on pull it together grow so, up the first, the first half hour of this movie really drives home the point that if there's one thing these movies don't do well, it's like it's gravity. No. Um, like no. these are 
I think, again, I, I mostly pretty much kind of enjoy these movies. Like, I have to put a lot of qualifiers on it, but I think they're fine. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, with some, some level of variation, some are better than others, but, like, yeah. they are very weightless. And, like, whenever, like, all of, whenever they, like, try and go for, like, gravity, it's really, it's either, again, like, Hawkeye screaming, like, I just want my kids back. Or, yeah. or like, people saying lines, like, Thanos killed half a trillion people. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I don't know how you take that seriously. I can't imagine being the kind of person who feels anything when they hear the line, Thanos killed half a billion people. But there are people that, that, that is a, absolutely a person that exists. Yeah, no, 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 absolutely. But like, I think that like, it's like, it's, it's a script problem. Because like these uh, these are movies for children, and they feel like you know the need to just like really underline anything that is for children. But like there is there's this moment where I don't even remember exactly what is happening or what is being discussed. But like there's this weird like intergalactic Skype session that like Scarlett Johansson has with like half the different various assorted characters, and just there's this moment at the end of it where like she and Don Cheadle are just sort of having like this moment where they just kind of talk a little bit and reflect. And you know, the dialogue like it is in all of these movies, is, you know, it's so-so, it's like, it's kind of landing on a little thick. But just at the end of this conversation, they just, they get the moment to just like, the, they don't cut immediately. Like the, the camera just kind of lingers and they both get the opportunity to do this little bit of face acting. And like, you know, this, again, this movie, these movies star everyone who ever has or ever will win an Oscar. And so when you, you put David, or Jesus, um, uh, Scarlett Johansson and Don Cheadle together and just let them kind of face act at each other, like they can pull off some stuff. Like that little moment, just of like, oh man, you know, it was just, yeah, yeah. Just that little moment of like human face acting sells so much more of like the gravity of the situation than all of the like half a trillion people global galactic genocide yeah 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 yeah. no like like i mean less is more sometimes you know what i mean yes and like i understand yeah like 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 if if a huge genocide happened like five years ago i don't think we'd all still be i mean okay we'd all still be talking about it here and there of course right but right but we wouldn't be reminding each other all the time half a trillion people died right you just like you just kind of be like huh you know? But again, I mean, it's a movie for children. Like, I don't, you can't, it's, it's tough. Like, I, I don't know that, I don't. Actually, we'd be making memes about it is what we'd be doing. <laughs> it's absolutely what would have happened. Yeah. Thanos think... did whatever day it was, 9-11. I don't know. And there's, there's an assumption that like children aren't going to pick up on like face acting, which may be true. I don't know. I don't know how children do. Yeah, but children but, aren't going to pick up on all the weird Joss Wheaton, Joss Wheaton, whatever the fuck that guy's name is, back and forth type of dialogue that they do too. Yeah, I mean, like that's a, it, it's not even really like you say that it's a movie for children, but it's not even totally true. Like this is no. also a movie that is just as much for like thirty-four year old yeah. fanboys. Like yeah. it's it's a movie for everyone, but it also needs to work for children. Yeah, like it's not exclusively for children, but it has to work for them too. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I, I would never show my children this movie, not for many years, because like, I'm like, yeah, like a lot of people die. Like, what do you do? Like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm a good father. Who knows? But what's it called? Probably yeah, Iron Man gets like fucking microwaved to death, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, he, like, like you just watch a man die. Like, yeah, so, like, I guess we're skipping, like, just for, Scott already mentioned it, we'll just, just for, skip, for this little part, we'll skip right to the end. I actually really like his death scene. 
just because like they really they really sell this is a man who just got cooked to death like he he doesn't get like a hero speech at the end he literally just looks like shit and some people say goodbye to him then he dies yeah yeah i think he mentioned something about like tell my family i love them like oh i don't i don't don't think he even gets anything like that out like he literally just like kind of sits there looking around like it's all like again it's all face acting and people talking to him like his like gwyneth paltrow who plays his wife comes up and talks to him about how yeah. your family is going to be okay yeah but he can just look like a man who has just sat in the microwave yeah. for 30 seconds yeah yeah a man that is a man that is just like experienced a tremendous amount of pain and then is like kind of like not and has experienced so much pain that he's not even able to fully process that he's about to die before he dies yeah. he's just kind of like oh, oh, oh and then dead and then yeah. which yeah i guess yeah that's that's what it looks like when someone cooks to death yeah, you know what Again, I mean? yeah. If if you point a camera at an actor as talented as Robert Downey Jr., you will get some shit out of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's one of, it's one of those things where you where, where you know, right? It's one of those deaths where your last lines are going to be something like, "Oh no," you know what I mean, right? You're not going to get a you're not going to get any sort of yeah, like you said, like a hero's death. It's just kind of oh, and then yeah. But uh, I mean, yeah, he, no, but Robert Downey, Robert Downey Jr. I mean, I can never hate the Marvel franchise really because. Because it, it did resurrect Robert Downey Jr.'s career in a major way. And Robert Downey Jr. is, I think, one of our best actors. I think he's I mean, a great actor. You know, he's a great actor. It resurrected it, but it also ate it. Like, yeah. he's done, like, literally nothing else. Um, no, I, no, as soon as I said that, I was literally trying to think. I was like, yeah, you know, like, he's... Uh, oof. Like, even, like, Chris Evans has done some other stuff here and there. but Yeah, you know, and I think, like, the... You know what baby tastes like. He does know what babies taste like, and That's the worst line in that movie. Oh, I I love that. I mean, it's not a subtle line, but I'm like, yeah, I want to. I, I want a movie where Captain America knows what babies taste like. But Wait, why would you eat a baby? Okay, sh- shut. It's, it's not the okay, shut up. But but um, but my other question for you, and Nothing on them, folks. All it's, not, it's not a question exactly, but. Like initially when I was watching this, like again, I think Robert Downey Jr. is a fantastic actor, but watching this, like my initial reaction was, does Iron Man suck? Mm-hmm. Like, is he, is, does he just suck? Do I hate him? Cause I kind of do. Like, yeah. like his introductory scene is him like stuck in a spaceship running out of oxygen. Like they're lost in space or some shit like because of whatever happened at the end of infinity war i cannot remember i need the previously on montage but kind of i was gonna say kind of crazy they didn't do a previously on something or other but i guess that would have been weird to do in a movie but also i desperately needed it would have been weird to do in a movie and also just again like the whole franchise is such a world bestriding colossus i think they just assume that you know Um, i mean i mean and, and honestly the truth is, I'm the weird one for not knowing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like his I, introductory scene is him like recording. A, he thinks he's going to die off in space, and he is recording like a message to like give to his wife. And the way he opens is like, "Buckle up, folks. This is going to be a tearjerker. Please don't post it on social media." Like, do you? You're you are saying goodbye to your family. Do you have to get a quip off right now? Do you have to be a shit? Like, come the fuck on. My last, I'm recording, I think I'm going to die recording something for my kids and I just go, and I start off with, it's your boy, dad. Uh, hey, this is awkward, but. Uh, um, yeah, uh, first off, I want to say uh, real sorry. Uh, it's going to be 
uh, you know, like making faces like that and shit. Being this is a dick. bit of bit of a party foul, but I'm bummer. not gonna make it home for doubt for dinner. Like, yeah, yeah, not gonna not gonna make it home for dinner. Yeah, no, I mean, and that's the thing. But 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 what I'll say is, uh, I think you are supposed to hate Iron Man because I think one of the things about Iron Man is that he's kind of like the Punisher insofar as like he's a bad person. He is a he is an objectively bad person just doing cool shit, and that is my theory on Iron Man. Well, if you think about it, he's like Raytheon that, Bezos. You know what I mean? Like he's not yeah, a that good is, person. That is that is not how he is characterized in these films. He is you know he's Han Solo. He's you know quippy, but he's and you know yep. jaded, but he's got a heart of gold deep down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's, the best he's, one is when he's like, "I'm revealing the military industrial complex," and it's like you. Are the military industrial complex, pal? Yeah, that's your company doing that. What are you talking about? But yeah, yeah, yeah this yeah. no, this yeah, these movies are not like they do not have enough of like a political stance to really have much more like, they to have same political stance. They really swing like back and forth. You know what I mean? It's again, it's it like it's very incoherent. Just like we yeah. want to appeal to everyone and not really offend anyone. We're pro gay to... for two lines. You know, it's yes. that kind of thing. Like we want to yes, just yes. check every box that we can and offend yes. nobody. Speaking that's that's pretty... that's their stance. They want to offend nobody. Exactly. Yeah. Except for I guess the entire LGBTQ community. No, <laughs> dude, they gave him a line. He's there. He went to Starbucks and talked about the Mets. That's <laughs> so I didn't do. It's just be like they just I they know, all, make everyone happy. Like we, we they just it. they also don't want to offend homophobes. They just that's so fucking because it's literally you can miss it. Because I almost did, honestly. I think if my brother hadn't said anything, I wouldn't have noticed. But I just to to sort of build off that like one of the other tough things about these movies is just the like at least when I was watching it like I really felt the like you know I, again Joss Whedon is long gone from this franchise but just that kind of Whedon-y humor where they're like commenting on the action as the action is happening and like we're sort of aware they are in a movie and you know making little quips about about the you know lampshading stuff and you know pointing out how ridiculous everything is and yeah. oh man this isn't even weird I got emails from a raccoon now you know that yeah, kind of thing yeah. Like fuck up. Shut up. It that there have been places and times in my life where that has worked for me, but like this this watch through, I found it really tough. Yep. Um, it didn't work for me so much, but I will say it did improve in my estimation. So that we are recording this later in the week than we usually do. So I have already um watched the movies for our next episode. And I will just say real quick, the mummy is doing a lot of this stuff too. And like the mummy's attempts to be like Whedon-y has like made it so clear. Like, I don't know that I like what these movies are doing, but they're good at it. They're at mm -hmm. least doing it well. I don't know that if, I, I don't know that it's my thing, but like I've seen the bad version of it and this is at least the good version. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're getting the, you're getting the, you're getting like the WGA uh, West screenwriters, you know what I mean? You're getting someone that's a traveled hand in writing. Matt, Matt <laughs> I don't think The Mummy was written by someone non-union. That was <laughs> right. That's why it worked. That's my point. That's my point. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. You got to go through an apprenticeship in the union to learn how to write like a dickhead like that. But yeah, no. Um, what's it called? No, but I mean, like, I mean, like, I mean, look, 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 folks. We could go through the plot of this movie. We could. 
Uh, I literally can't tell you what it is. Uh, I remember okay, so just there's three I, parts. Yeah, Everyone's there sad. Everyone, they have a plan. They make a plan. They do the plan. It seems like it works. They it does work. But then Thanos, Thanos comes, and then they have a big fight. Okay. And he tries to reverse their plan, but then they win, and then they they spend, and then you go, oh my god, how are there still thirty minutes left in this movie? <laughs> <laughs> and you curse your friend Rob over and over again because it is one in the morning and you just want to go to bed. What's it called? Yeah. So so I think this movie can. Just to put a little bit more meat on those bones, this movie can be kind of divided into three sections. Like there is the, the like the leftovers opening of this movie, where yeah. everyone is sad and it's all kind of vaguely grayscaled. And like you um, said, like you said though, like even though everyone's sad and like yes, you do have these like legitimately great actors who who have like these scenes where it's like, okay, I buy that you're sad. We're in a Marvel movie. I'm like, this isn't going to be like I'm not about to watch like oh I don't know what's just like a sad throughout movie like. Like like Requiem for a Dream or something like that. Like something where like this is gonna be the movie where like 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 you know those movies where like you watch them and you come out and you're just like, man, like what the fuck? You just want to like sit in the tub for a little while, you know what I mean, right? Yeah. Like this isn't about to be that. This is Marvel. Come on, you know what I mean? Right. But but then after after the leftovers, Act One, it becomes an Act Two. I think the best version of a Marvel movie, where it just becomes this weird heist movie where they're doing like time travel and they're they literally they're, call it the what do they call it the time heist? Time heist, yeah. Uh, as introduced by Paul Rudd, who again like great, like that's that's honestly that's what I flash each other white power symbol. Uh. <laughs> gave each other the okay sign which we're using it in its original context by which i mean the okay sign the white power symbol yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> but but like honestly i'm like, irish i'm jewish we're not white anyway i think honestly like i think some of the the marvel movies that i have liked best are the ant-man movies because they yeah. are completely unpretentious they're just we're gonna have paul rudd and michael pena have a good time like there are no yeah. real stakes here you know this is just this is good silly cartoony fun and like yeah yeah and Paul Rudd is like perfect for that. Like Paul Rudd is because yeah. he's handsome enough to be a leading man, but also silly enough to have some fun with it. And at the end of the day, like that's what these, like that's what these fucking, that's what superheroes are supposed to be. They're supposed to be a little fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that's what the middle section captures really well. Like they are having fun. Like they're going back through some of the previous movies, including like my favorite joke is like, I don't even know if it's a joke, but it is funny to me that they made uh, Thor the Dark World, like integral, like again, other than the Edward Norton Hulk movie, that is probably the most forgotten uh, Marvel movie. But yeah. they made it they made it integral to the plot of this movie. Like there's yep. a whole scene just about recapping the plot of Thor the Dark World, yep. which again is really funny because you have like big second Lebowski. Thor, right? Yeah, the second one, which is like the one where they like they're like, we're gonna lean in on like the Tolkien stuff. Yeah, the whole movie about like dark elves. Yep. Um, yep. I saw it in the theater, and I remember while we seen it in the theater being like you know, they're making so many of these, they all can't be hits. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, yeah. And, and it was one of those things where, like, I don't know, you ever just, like, sit through, like, an hour of movie and, a, and, a, and, a, and you're in the movie theater and you're just kind of like, I've already sat through an hour of it. I might as well finish it up. You know what I mean? This isn't so bad. You know what I mean? But it's just, like, very, very, ra- like, like radically fine, I think, as you as you would say. Yeah, where you're just like, okay, all yeah, right. But- do you, do you know what would make the movie Thor The Dark World better? What? 
if rather than having the movie, you just had Chris Hemsworth dress up like the big Lebowski and tell you the story of the movie, which is what they do in this. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they just. <laughs> I'm sorry. Making Thor fat was honestly very funny. I was like, yeah. that's, actually, that's a pretty good bit. And that is like the the upside to like the, like having like again just again making making your movie franchise just a TV show is like you can get like you can like get so just so deep into things you can be like ah let's just you know we can fuck with the characters we'll make Hulk smart and Thor fat and you know just yeah. because it'll be funny and like yeah. we'll do that for an episode and then the next episode it'll be back to normal I'm like we can yeah. just do that because we've got the audience's trust and we've you know we've got everything established and once you've established sort of a you know, a framework, you can play with the framework. And, exactly. And the middle section of the movie is like them playing with the framework. They're literally like going back through the past movies and like having yeah. fun with it. And like, why not have Captain America fight Captain America? That would be fun, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and I really like that, like going back and kind of like exploring those past movies because it was kind of like, because like, especially for like what is supposed to be like the, you know, the end game. What's it right. called? Yeah, yeah, like, like, like I was kind of like, oh, okay. You know, right? And, and that actually helped me a lot too because I was like, I was like, I when they got to like that uh, Tilda Swinton, I was like, oh, okay, so Doctor Strange is some Buddha shit. Okay, that's cool. Okay, I got you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, 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 like that's where that's where I started to piece together what must have happened in previous movies because because well, I had seen some of these movies, I hadn't seen all of them, so that was good for me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean again, I like this is this this section of the movie I think is what I would like Marvel movies to be. It's like yeah. we're just we're just having fun, we're doing some shit, we're getting weird. You know, there's some yep. there's definitely some some fan service or some nostalgia stuff, but you know, we're having a good time, you know. I feel like that's what ends up happening with a lot of like the um with like the single character movies, you know what I mean? Some of them. Again, you can also get a Thor the Dark World here and there, but like yeah. But then you also get a Thor Ragnarok, which is like yeah. the perfect one of these, you know what I mean, right? Where it's where it's like, uh, it's like, uh, you know, where it's like him and the Hulk teaming up to try to escape from this weird gladi uh, like gladiator planet they're on. You I mean, that's I mean? like one of the three movies that Thor Ragnarok is. Like, I know. Yeah. I, I love Thor Ragnarok, but it's it's like, it's not quite a movie. It's like three movies that got awkwardly smushed together that are just, yeah. it works because the vibe is so strong. But like, the vibe is so <laughs> strong. Yeah. It's such a vibe. I remember hearing this one podcaster that I think uh, who, who we both listen to their, some of his stuff uh, he like he like he like broke his foot and then just and then just uh, every day would just because uh, he couldn't leave his because his, his foot was broken so he couldn't move so he just every single day just like did hallucinogens ordered Grubhub and watched Thor Ragnarok and he was like <laughs> on it he was like honestly it was the only thing that kept me sane you know what I mean? That, that doesn't sound like the actions of a sane man, but okay, that's what yeah, worked yeah. for him. Great. But, you know, but that's the thing, it's a vibe. Yeah. But then after the completion of the time heist, then the movie becomes, I think, um, sort of my least favorite version of the Marvel movie, of what a Marvel movie could be, which is just a big CGI nonsense mess. Like, they can't last... cousins and they can all help. <laughs> yeah. So, so the. The end of the last, like, not last, but like the, I guess the second to last half hour, because there was still a lot of movie after the big fight, but just, there is just the big fight. And there had to be a big fight in this movie. I get that. That's what everyone was expecting. Just all of the, again, just all of the 50 like actors, like everyone who within the past decade or two has, or within the next decade or two will win an Oscar is in this scene. Yeah. Again, it, it is just insane. The, the cast that they assembled, but like, 
yeah it is just it's again it's a lot of like cgi nonsense and yeah, yeah it's yeah. just again like it's not particularly interestingly staged it's just a lot of brown stuff hitting against each other like yeah. you know it it made me nostalgic for the climax of avatar which is a much more like cleanly staged and like yeah just, there's more of a vision there this is just kind of like this honestly feels like you started with like a whiteboard being like what is the like fan service moment we need to include for each character yeah um, or like again just like branding moment like the the moment where like all of the lady superheroes get together and yes you know, do okay their thing. i wanted like, to talk yeah. about this because i was there with my brothers and, and, and everyone was like oh I, I started yelling folks we got a girl boss scene folks we got a girl boss scene and then my brother mm -hmm. started yelling, girl boss scene we got a girl boss scene and we all started yelling girl boss scene uh, while we watched this and just started laughing because yeah it's like it's like every woman at once was like okay hold because it was just so fucking funny for marvel to just be like we're gonna have a girl boss scene it's yeah. just like, okay. being like okay brought brought to you are by you the done girl boss scene yeah brought to you by the studio that refused to hire patty jenkins exactly yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. just just them just being like see natalie see what you're missing <laughs> The only thing that could have made it better is if they had, and God, I wish they had, they had found a way to like, I don't know, Princess Leia, uh, Natalie Portman. <laughs> we, we own your, your, uh, your visage. We're just gonna, we're gonna put you in an Iron Man suit too. Yeah. Yeah, fuck you. They should have done it, why not? That would have yeah. been, what would she have done? Sued Disney? Well, come on. Yeah, good luck. Yeah, good, good luck. That's what, movie theater, movie, I'm telling you, I would honestly respect them more if they were more antagonistic towards actors. Uh, yeah. Cool. Yeah, you know, that would be, that would have been so, can you imagine that if they had put her in like the Hulk, um, the Hulk Iron Man suit? Natalie Portman. <laughs> just her face. Like she has no lines, it's just her face looking like. <laughs> and then they just CGI it and just, because she must have gone like, uh, or something like that in like one of the movies, you know what I yeah. mean? Never make like action sounds. Just like ADR in grunts. Yeah. yeah. Like, why not? That's what I would have done that. And then yeah. Like, yeah, again, yeah, I would have been like, yeah, I work for Disney. Like, you're, yeah. I, the, the mob won't touch me. You know what I mean? What are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. Oh, but, yeah, I mean, I think that's just, again, the way this scene is structured, just in terms of clearly, like, feeling like just they need to like check off a bunch of marketing boxes mm -hmm. like i think that is part of the problem another just another sort of serious problem with this movie and kind of the whole like movie franchise as a tv show model generally is just there is so much business they need to take care of like they need to like pay off like 50 different individual characters yeah and like you know there's there's just and then like they need to do so like the movie does so much fucking work it is so sweaty to like remind you of what is important like you know hey matt matt do you remember that captain america had a girlfriend in the 40s he did and he okay wait picture of it's, his compass it's been it's been half an hour since you were, we reminded you do you remember that captain america had a girlfriend in the 40s fuck i've forgotten god and I then and then just one more time Captain America, the guy from earlier, the 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 one who has America's ass, as we say. That's um, right. He does. Yeah. That's true. He does have America's ass. He also, in addition to having America's ass, also you're not, had wait, a lady you're friend. You're not about he had to a tell lady me. friend. He, had a, he had a lady friend. Just between you and I, he had a lady friend in the 1940s. 
oh, that was the lady in his compass. Yeah. They showed they show the fucking picture in the compass like four times. Like, yeah. it's insane. And like, like, honestly, I do I do really like his ending where he like goes back in time and just like lives a second life. Yeah. Like, I think yeah. that's like, that's cool. It's just they have to do so much work to like set that up and pay it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, that is a cool scene because 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 it actually made the most sense for his character. He was just like, yeah, I was just like a GI, like you know what I yeah. mean. It's, I I feel like I have done my tour of duty. I am going to have a life now. Thank you very much. Yeah, 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 yeah. I literally was just I literally just tried to join the army as a GI as part of my draft. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that's all I wanted to do, and I just felt bad because I was skinny and my friend was going to war. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah like that's that's it. Like, like, yeah, like I'm sorry. Look, 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 look. I, pal, just come on. Let me, and then let me, let me fuck, please. Let me fuck just once. It's, it's been seventy years since I fought. <laughs> I've done no fucking. I fought intergalactic monsters, but done zero fucking because I am from the year 1945, and 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 it was back when. Uh, I guess Americans were penguins and we just had one woman and we would just fall in love with it. That would be it. That was it. Listen, listen. I kill, I, I beat regular Hitler for you. Exactly. I beat, beat weird red-faced Hitler for you. Who comes back in this movie as death or something? I beat evil Robert Redford. Yes. In one of them movies. I beat Iron Man, I think. I don't remember what happens in Civil War, but I know they fight. I don't remember who wins. I'm going to guess it was a draw, but I fought him anyway. Civil War, because they're pretty friendly by this point. And I beat Space Hitler for you. So many Hitlers. Please, can I just fuck once? And that just baby needs to fuck. Baby needs to fuck. And mm. yeah, I still don't know why Hugo Weaving shows up as like red-faced Hitler, as yeah, the like, yeah, yeah, god but, of death. I don't yeah, know. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A man, a man who is just a, a Nazi scientist who becomes like again red faced death, like very. By the way, have you ever seen uh, maybe maybe the best moment in comics history is definitely uh, when when Joker goes all patriotic on Red Skull. You ever seen that one? I think so. Yes. Yeah, the one where he's like, I said I might be a creep, but I'm an American creep. You're a Nazi, <laughs> like an actual Nazi. Yeah. It was just I thought it was just a costume. But Red Skull's presence does set up what I think is probably the dumbest scene in the movie, where Jeremy Renner and Scarlett Johansson fight over who gets to kill themselves. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, I mean, and literally when I was yelling at the screen was, wait, why are you sending the two worst members of this team together <laughs> in one team? Like what you have one shot at this thing to save the universe, and no one would have been like, Yeah, why don't we send one of us with actual superpowers with uh, let's see, against the, I don't know, I guess the best bowman in the world. In one, one, of, one of them just has a gun and she's the better prepared one. Exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what is her, her whole thing is she's just like a, a, a spy? She's just like, I mean. She's ex-KGB or something. And like, yeah. Why did you send her on the space mission? Why couldn't she go to one of the Earth missions? Yeah, exactly, yeah. Send her to Earth. Send, I don't know, the the monster to you have a you have a monster who is now a smart monster set the smart monster but honestly send one of the people who's been to space you have a number of them you you literally have aliens in your employ and you yeah. send two humans both of whom are using honestly no one of whom's using conventional weapons the other one who is using supporting good equipment but but 
the reason they sent those two was because they knew they had to lose. They, subconsciously, they knew they had to lose one, and those were the two most expendable. Exactly. Yeah. Like, they, yeah. They, there's like a like it literally goes on for like three minutes of them literally punching each other over who gets to kill themselves. Yeah. And I'm like, who could possibly care? Also, obviously, only one of you has a family. Come on, this isn't hard. Yeah. Exactly. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. But now I'm really excited for the Hawkeye movie. <laughs> That man is never getting a movie. I would love for there to be a Hawkeye movie. I don't care. Even if there's still COVID, I will go to the theater to see the Hawkeye movie. I don't care. Are you kidding me? Can you imagine how much of a piece of shit that would be? It's just him competing in the archery events at the Olympics. And he gets silver. Yeah. That'd be so... God, that's so stupid. Why is he... I mean, like... was, Was Hawkeye in the original Avengers? Yeah. Wow. I think so. I mean, I, I'm not like a comics Ooh. savant. I don't really know that much, but I think so. Yeah. That's so stupid. That's so dumb. It's very stupid. He's so stupid. Why is he? Well, I don't know, man. Like, so, yeah, I mean. No, Rob is not underselling this scene. There literally is like a five minute scene of them desperately trying to commit suicide and <laughs> one upping each other by, by being like, no, I'm going to kill my, no, me. I get to be the martyr. I am the heroic one. And then, and then, and then, and then it's finally fucking, what's her face? Colin Jost's wife. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Just who just splat? <laughs> just, just, just. Done. They show her body, which I thought was very funny because they could have just shown her falling. And then I'm getting the thing, but they show they show her splat on the thing, which I was like, okay. That was like, um, did you ever see? Um, did you ever see Les Miserables? Yeah, 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 yeah. The 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 yeah the one with um, um Wolverine. Yeah, um, my favorite scene of that movie is Javert's suicide. Uh, when he, he splats. Goes, yeah, yeah, they literally make a splat sound when he. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's, he splats real good. <laughs> like, there's like this huge crescendo of the music, and then just, <laughs> just one of the best, one of my favorite moments of movie editing. That's why, folks, editing is really important. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, I mean that's. Um. Iron Man sacrifices himself. He cooks to death. He doesn't get to say anything, except then they like cut to like a pre-recorded message in which he is again being a shithead. But just being such a fucking asshole. And they, again, they have a, a funeral scene where they just again the, it, the funeral scene feels like again just them just kind of flexing because it's it's just a long take of them panning over every face in the crowd. And again, it's just it's just every actor. It's just every actor. Mm-hmm. Like there's there isn't an actor who isn't there. They all came. They all came to say goodbye to Iron Man. Goodbye, yes. Iron Man. Goodbye, Iron Man. You know, you know what would have been the only way to make it funnier? Is if they had had, um, oh God, what's his fucking name? Now I'm forgetting. You know the guy that believes in the weird math? Oh, Terrence Howard. They brought Terrence. I love that that's your, your point of reference for Terrence Howard. <laughs> Weird math micro penis. That's the two things they know about Terrence Howard. <laughs> what, what specifically was the weird math you believe? It's like you you can't, it's like <laughs> one plus one is isn't two, it's one. 
I thought it was like multiplying by zero or something. Like, <laughs> it, no, it's something. No, no, no. It might be like one times one is zero. Like, it's something like that. Yeah, like, it's just some yeah. fundamental math problem. He would not stop talking about how, how it was wrong. And just like, and just like, I, like everyone just being like, bro, why do you care? I mean, not even that you're wrong. Why do you care? Do you know why he's not in the movies anymore? Yeah, no, I, I did, but remind me, I forgot actually. Because after the, the success of Iron Man, he's like, oh, you can't make these movies without me. I want to I want to like triple my pay rate. And they're like, we can absolutely make these movies without you. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Yep. We yep. will cast someone who doesn't look anything like anything you. Like you. Yeah. Anything like you. Yeah. Any no, because I remember when they did that, because I went and saw the second one, I was like, wait, who's Don Cheadle? Like I was trying it's in the first like 30 minutes of that movie before I was like, oh, they just replaced him? what and then i was just like oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was they well, they bet right like yeah i don't particularly yeah. care who plays war machine i remember i was like i was like i was like what am i gonna do walk out of this movie because they placed <laughs> it who gives a shit who's they gonna do iron man's math yeah exactly yeah i would have done anything though for a scene for him to try to explain to tony stark uh one times one <laughs> <laughs> Like I think that's I think that's what it was. It was that one times one equals two. <laughs> really, really trying to die on the hill that one times one equals two. Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely yeah. Because his theory was like was like because if you have one and you're multiplying it by another one, that's two ones, so that's two. And then every person has been like, no, it's not. You literally just in that. I don't. I don't think like generally. I think just in that one particular instance, he doesn't understand the difference between addition and multiplication. That's it. That's all that is. That's absolutely yeah. all that is. Yes. Yes. Because it's it's one one time, so that's one, and, yeah. and just now it's two. And just honestly, though, to, you know what? I, I pine for the days of celebrity uh, 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 mental illness when it's that. That's great. You'll yeah. love to see that as celebrity mental illness. You know what I mean? That's yeah. perfect. But uh, yeah, no, yeah. So no, they should have had Terrence Howard, but besides him uh, not being in that scene, they had everyone else. And then they just have Captain America, uh, fuck. Uh, uh, implied fuck. Uh, his girlfriend from the 40s, who I don't know if you knew this, but he had a girlfriend in the 40s. And yeah. then and then they it's go true. like, well, we're you heard it here first. Yeah, exactly. And then they're like, well, we're done with movies now, wink. And then, yeah, that's it. Yeah, I mean, I don't, again, like, this is like three movies. The first one, the leftovers movie, like I is like, I don't even like that's not even a Marvel movie. I don't know why you did that. That's not what I'm looking for. Thank yeah, you very much. This is a terrible drama. <clears throat> the second movie, but there's a gay character, Matt. So you have to be nice to them. Um, <clears throat> the second movie is exactly what I, I mean, pretty much exactly what I want out of a Marvel movie. Just yeah. people having fun. And yeah. the third one is mostly what you get out of Marvel movies, which is fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, big yeah. and noisy and messy, and there's a lot happening, and you know, it's whatever. It's bad, perfect, and then fine to ultimately coalesce into a fine movie, pretty good. But I think that like quality is almost beside the point. Oh yeah, like the only measure of this movie is was it big, and like it is, you know, it it has its own gravity. Well, like it's just it doesn't matter whether it's good or not. It's just it is inevitable. It is, yeah. this movie is it, Thanos. It, yeah, yeah, exactly. No, yeah. no. Di well, because it's the Disney joint and Disney is Thanos, honestly. Right? Yeah, yeah. Disney snaps and then, yeah, uh, whole, whole property belongs to us. What's it called? No, I mean, 
like in what's it called? No, I remember during the big fight scene, but I remember being like, I mean, wait, how do they, how are they going to win this? Like, I, I remember being like, I know they're going to win, but I don't know how, because they seem very outnumbered right now. And then everyone came out of those portals and I was like, oh yeah, duh. I, like, I felt like an idiot for not seeing that company. You know what I mean? Yeah. Of course they're going to fucking bring everyone and then everyone's going to come and, oh, you know, right. What's it called? We got Benedict, we got the whitest man in the world, Benedict Cumberbatch leading. Is that, is that actually his name or am I making up a fake name for him? Benedict Cumberbatch? Yeah. I mean, it's hard to believe that that is his name, but that is his name. That's the thing. I can never tell if I'm doing a bit or actually just saying <laughs> his actual first and last name. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They got him, the whitest man in the world, leading, leading an army of Asians. Uh, and it? Africans. And yeah. No, well, that's the cool thing, though, is that when I saw uh, all the Wakanda guys, I was like, oh, I feel like I've seen that movie. I'm good now. You know what I mean? That is one of the better movies. Like, it's I worth know. seeing. It's um, worth seeing, like, almost, like, for Michael B. Jordan on its own. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Right. Well, I mean, we'll talk about it in the next movie, but I mean, Michael B. Jordan is just a man who is just loved, loved. Yeah, actually, like, I feel like we have, like, there's, despite, again, like, there's so much to say about Avatar. Like, there's almost nothing to say about this movie because it is, it's like, it's a, yeah, it's a brand exercise. Like, did, again, did you see it on Disney Plus? I did. Yeah. Did you notice what it said at the beginning of the movie? No. Is it, this movie contains product placement. They put a warning up for that. They did. They did. And and me and my brothers had a good time for that. Yeah. Okay. Like, like what? Right. Yeah. What? You mean it's a movie? I don't. I don't mean that kind of brand exercise. Although it is, you know. Yeah. There's a. Well, the <laughs> the company that I work for is very prominently featured. I was going to say. But yeah. I was say. But I wasn't. Um, I wasn't sure if we mentioned uh, which company that is. So I wasn't yeah. going to say it. But uh, we're yeah. straight from Matt. Yeah, but uh, but I just mean in terms of like it is it is there to serve as the brand of itself, you know. Uh, mm. It is there to convince you that the Avengers and Marvel is the thing, yeah. You know, and that you will return not, for more. Like caring about this. Yeah. 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 So you precious know. moments, those precious precious moments that even for a million dollars you can't get a second back. Guess what? doesn't matter that you're about to waste three hours of them on this movie that you know whatever you could have just watched highlights of on uh no way they have highlights out on, on youtube they would have taken those down so quick but they're probably i mean i'm sure there are like disney approved ones because they want the marketing but oh, yeah, yeah yeah but um but i like the last thing i'll say is like even like if the standard of its success is like it is there to like further itself like in a weird way i feel like Again, like I might not be the best judge of this, and I am really just talking about my own relationship to it. But I feel like it might have been a failure, just because, at least for me, this, like, I, after again, as someone who had seen pretty much all of these movies, just out of a sense of obligation, is like I need to like bear witness to what is our culture's like greatest product at this point. I need just need to see it. Yeah. Like after seeing this, is like I I I enjoyed that, but I'm done. Like, I don't feel like I need to see any more. Like, maybe if there's one that's like, seems like it's particularly good, I'll maybe see that. But like, yep. I didn't see the next Spider-Man movie. And I liked the previous Spider-Man movies. Like, I just, I don't need to. Thank you. I've had enough for a while. You know, it's funny. I, as Me, as a man who did the exact opposite of you and specifically didn't bear witness to any of these movies as a bit, at a certain, like, basically as a bit. Like, I didn't yeah. watch this movie for a long time or really almost any Marvel movie for a long time. Like, I saw all those Marvel movies with like 10 years ago or whenever when they all came out. And then, right, you know, when I was like 10 years younger and you know, didn't have anything going on, right? 
and you know now that i have so much going on uh but you know but like yeah basically like completely checked out of it you know until like like the like yeah thor ragnarok was the only one i had seen at all in like the last like basically since i've had kids i think thor ragnarok is the one i've seen you know what i mean and that was like again this year and almost entirely because of covid you know what i mean i just oh, yeah. had a few hours you know i'm not going out so uh but no but like but like yeah that's the thing like i basically wasn't seeing these movies as a bit because i thought it was really funny that i was just refusing to participate in this huge part of the culture you know what i mean because i do that sometimes i just refuse to participate in huge parts of the culture because i think it's funny to piss me so i'm just like no idea what that is because people yeah. get very confused as to like why you don't know what that is and it's like eh, i've never seen it what's it called i do anything for an affectation i'm a man who loves an affectation but i saw this and i was like and, and my thought was like you know what my life is literally not changed there's literally no better no worse for having seen it versus not having seen it this is this movie it's done nothing to me uh either way except for yeah. i'm very tired now because i picked uh I, I started watching this movie way too late at night <laughs> <laughs> all right i like this is the one movie that you're not like i'll just finish it later yeah i I have to give Endgame the treatment it deserves and sit through all three hours. Well, that's the thing. Well, because I kept having you in my head being like, uh, uh, okay, fine. God damn it. Because, buddy, let me tell you something. There were so many times that I was just like, I just finish this tomorrow. Well, fuck Endgame, man. That movie's too long. All right. Well, do you want to do you want to get into a really fascinating movie then? I do. All right. So let's let's talk about Josh Trank's Fantastic Four from 2015. Roll the trailer, baby. Doctor Storm, we gave you six years and millions of dollars, and you gave us nothing. What's different now? Reed Richards. He knows answers to questions we don't even know to ask yet. This is our chance to learn more about our planet and maybe even save it. I want you to meet my daughter, Sue. You want to be famous? I just want my work to make a difference. John, read. This guy doesn't take orders well. Yeah, especially from people who say, I don't take orders well. Don't let any of these lab coats give you any crap, all right? Well, if I do, I know who to call. The muscle. I gotta say, it's fun having you here. Really? No. <laughs> what you've created here is incredible. You guys sure you're in the best shape to be doing this? Yeah. yeah. We're good. They just cracked interdimensional travel. survive all exhibit unique physical conditions I just want to fix my friends you can't fix this 
You should use these powers to help people. You open the door. You don't know how to close. You don't know anything about what's coming. What is coming? Stop him. It's going to take everything you have. How long until he's in? Two minutes. Might be a little less. <laughs> Welcome back from the trailer. <laughs> yeah. Same day, same time. The same places. The audio quality changed just because our internet connection suddenly got upgraded significantly. Uh, That's right. I hacked the deep web. Yeah, it's not that uh, right after we started the second half, your child came in and just hit, hit end recording and we gave up. <laughs> literally, literally came in and just went and just laughing like a maniac. Yeah. <laughs> Can I also tell you what my child did real quick? Well, you have to finish what uh, well, oh, oh, Laughing like a maniac. Laughing like a maniac and then just went leave room and ended it. Just yep. end it. Just, just something I wasn't, I didn't know that my child knew necessarily how to do, but now makes it, you know, that's what they're teaching the kids at the public school now. Teaching them how to, how to ruin their dad's good time. But, um, but no, <laughs> sometimes, I fucking kid, <laughs> this fucking guy. <laughs> was like like, like 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 sometimes like my kid like takes like my dad's phone just to like text like emojis at people and the weirdest thing to text full sentences which is very strange getting a full sentence text from my child but <laughs> odd fucking took my dad's phone and ordered uh hanukkah presents for the entire family to the tune <laughs> Of eight hundred and thirty dollars. Jesus Christ! I know, I know. My dad like realized it. My dad was like, "Oh, that's fun." Oh no! And just had to write them an email, being like, "My grandkid fucking just ordered almost a thousand dollars." I mean, that's much more thoughtful than like, yeah. like they spent like. Ten thousand dollars on like Farmville or exactly. whatever whatever kids are playing now. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Well. 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 I looked at it and I was like, oh, most of these presents are are for for, for, for her, exactly. for him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but but some of them are very very thoughtful. Like they were very. <laughs> there was really of, put a thought a lot of thought into what he wanted. Exactly. <laughs> There's part of me that was like kind of proud because I was like. That's, like, when I was five years old, I was not thinking about getting presents for other people, but then it's also part of me that's like, oh, so you stole your grandpa's phone and ordered almost a thousand. Well, speaking of colossal wastes of money, um, <laughs> Fantastic Four, or Fan- Fantastic Four. Fantastic? Fan- <laughs> so, so, just real quick, just as an intro, we need to talk about the poster for this movie, because it's... First of all, again, the way the the way the title is spelled is F A N T four S T I C. They're speaking leet. They're doing leet speak. Fan, 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 <laughs> fan four. It's, it's, 
like the the poster is like the Fantastic Four yeah. standing in front of a ruined city. Yeah. Like there are no ruined cities in this movie. Like, no. They barely leave the lab. This movie yeah. is almost like Glengarry Glen Ross. It's exactly. Like a, it's like a one location stage play. Exactly. Yeah. No. It was very confusing watching this movie because I like remember I remember like watching the trailer for this movie like right before it came out and being like. Oh, they're doing, like, gritty Fantastic Four. Okay, that makes, you know, yeah, yeah it's kind of the era for it. Because what was it? It was, like, 2015? Yeah. Right? And, and what, what was it? It's even a little... I mean, I well, guess... yeah. I guess DC is still doing, like, really riding that hard. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is, like, what around the time where they also did, like, gritty, like, Batman again and everything. Like, you know what I mean, right? <laughs> another one coming. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Gonna yeah. see it again. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, Christopher Nolan wasn't gritty enough. We're gonna do... We're gonna have several 9-11s in our Batman. <laughs> But, but yeah, no, no, and, and let me tell you, like, yeah, like, that's absolutely what I thought this movie was going to be. This is not what this movie yes. is. So there, there is a lot to talk about with what happened yeah. with this movie, but, yeah. but last, one last detail from the, from the, from the poster. My favorite actual part is the, uh, the tagline is change is coming, which, okay, sure, fine, yeah, generic, but yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, and then below that it says, from the studio that brought you X-Men Days of Future Past. <laughs> from the studio. This is also a Fox movie. Fox has made better, like I thought, like the like the uh, height of like abusing the like from the blank that bought you blank yeah. would be like in like the mid to late two thousands when literally every comedy was from the guys who brought you the forty year old version. Yeah, exactly. Like, like yeah. Was, even if it was just like there was a PA that worked on exactly. both movies, like fine. Yeah, like, sure. Why you not? just need that on the poster? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. or or they do like from the producer of, and yeah. it's like. What? They couldn't. They couldn't even get that. It was just the exactly. same studio. It's, it's exactly. Yeah. yeah. You know. The, you know there's the pe- so many studios. The people. The people that made this movie have the same bank account. The people. <laughs> <laughs> from the from the same checkbook that brought you X Men. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's like me going in and trying to be a doctor and being like, I'm from the people that brought yeah. you uh, being a doctor. <laughs> Me. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll work with that. <laughs> Take it. From the, I don't know. From the studio is so funny. Yeah, that's oh man. What's it going? What a funny. Because you know what's so funny about it is that that type of shit would like work on me. I'd be like okay, for like the longest time. I remember being like, but it's but it's from the producer of that. Why does this suck? And I, I was like, oh wait, what's a producer? <laughs> He produced it. Yeah, he made it. Produce means to make. Or vegetables. <laughs> Walking to the garage. Hey, where's your produce? What's, what's the produce aisle? Oh, yeah, no, I got a job working at Safeway. Yeah, I'm a producer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to talk all the produce guys. There. Anyway, anyway there's, there's actually, like... I legitimately might talk about this. Like this is, I know what I'm saying is a threat, but I might talk about this longer than we talked about Endgame. Yeah, no. Just part of the reason why we didn't finish up that night was because Rob, I was like, I was like, I mean, I can text you when I'm done, right when this guy's asleep, and then Rob is just like, no, I have so much to say about yeah. this. We need- I think this is legitimately one of the most fascinating movies of like the last decade. Like, and almost none of that is on screen. Some of it is, but like yeah. this movie, this movie was a train wreck. Like, yeah. Just, it, like. It lost the studio like over a hundred million dollars uh-huh. in terms of like advertising and everything you have to do for a movie. I mean, just, I, yeah. yeah, but if you factor in all that in, yeah, but just yeah. in in terms of that, like I think it is one of the highest just like net losses a studio yeah. has ever suffered. Was supposed to be like Fox's like 
This yeah. is supposed to launch like a. It's supposed to be like the next X Men. This is supposed to be like a whole like like bunch of like movies based on. I mean, if you yeah, watch I mean, this movie, it very clearly is like setting you up for like. You know what it's trying to do? It's trying to do like a um. Like uh, like like how I felt watching Endgame, where I was just like, wait, what happened? What is all this? Yeah. Like 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 this is supposed to be the movie that answered all those questions for the next movie. It's yeah. I, the, the the less sweaty way to say that is just they're trying to launch a cinematic universe with this. Like like they they were initially like the 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 line was like this is gonna like cross over with the X Men because Fox also owns that. Like we're gonna create like that's right. Like we've got like like so it was so it was supposed to be like Endgame. So I think I was right. And, <laughs> and I do appreciate what you basically said. Basically, Fox is like, hold on, we've got the X Men and the Fantastic Four, which are like the two biggest marvel properties like yeah. we should we should be marvel yeah like we're gonna <laughs> why aren't i marvel why aren't we marvel this is going to be our marvel and buddy uh, would you believe those plans never came to fruition <laughs> they but, answered why they aren't marvel i'll say that yeah. <laughs> but I, th- I think one of the most interesting things about this movie beyond just the backstory which we will get into is just i think if you looked at if you took like an individual like five seconds mm-hmm. from like 80 percent of this movie and you just looked at those five seconds, you wouldn't necessarily think it was from a train wreck. No. Like, I think there are certain movies where if you look at, like, any five seconds, you can just tell that movie stinks of shit. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I mean... Like some of the movies I've picked. Some of the movies you've picked. Buddy, I have already watched The Mummy, and yes. it's like, I have a lot of things to say about The Mummy for mm-hmm. next week. Oh, but like, good, I'm glad. I <laughs> hope to watch it someday. And, like, <laughs> there are definitely, like, some real stink bomb moments in this yeah. movie like can I, can I ask you a question Matt yeah go ahead do you like music is that like is that like your thing <laughs> like, I laughed so fucking hard when he said that because it's just like such a yeah like that that is like there's a moment where like Miles Teller who plays uh Mr. Fantastic although he, he's like he's like he's like I think Miles Teller is about our age, but yeah. looks like nineteen. Yeah, exactly. Like, I feel like you would have to call him like Master Fantastic. Like he's, <laughs> he looks like a minor. Like, but Reed Richards, uh, he looks and yeah. his, his like mute cute with Stu Storm played by Kate Mara. Yeah, so just who who looks like so much older than him. I, I, no, no, no! I'm not even saying she looks old. I'm saying he looks like a fucking child, and she yeah. looks like she's no, like no, no, I, like 23. Yeah, everyone in this movie looks like a baby. That's right. That's right. But that's right. But <laughs> her mute, cute, mute, cute is he just comes up to her in the library, mm-hmm. and where we'll get into where they are later. Yeah, I have questions about that. I am so and confused. Just to just to set up the scene real quick, she's in a library just studying and does, yeah. is listening to like her Beats by Dre, and he just yeah. walks up to her and like taps her and is like, "Hey." And his, like, pickup line is, do you like, like music? <laughs> is that, like, your thing? <laughs> and then she goes into this long rant about how music is about pattern recognition. That's that's her thing. That's my her thing. Super, her superpower is patterns. <laughs> but, like, so, like, that moment. If you isolated that moment and showed it to a person, they'd be like, yeah. I can tell that's from a bad movie. <laughs> sucks, yeah. But, like, 80% of this movie, like... You, yeah. you look at any individual moment, it's like, it's well shot, the yeah. acting is, is fine, the yeah. dialogue is serviceable. You know, you wouldn't necessarily think this is from one of the strangest and most misbegotten movies in the universe. Mm-hmm. Like, 
for the most part, there's like a decent coat of paint on this movie. Yeah. It's just the foundation is fucking rotten to the core. It's like it's every story yeah. beat, every like character arc is completely nonsensical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. I mean. I mean. I mean. I mean. It's one of the things where like, <clears throat> where like I I guess like with these kinds of movies I don't. So it's fun. So like, so like, I mean, we talked about like the dialogue in Endgame somewhat. Yeah. You know what I mean, right? And like, you know, right? And how you know, but and, you know, it's kind of like Wheaton esque, right? But how they've they've basically like they've had a bunch of people that went through the Wheaton apprenticeship, right, mm-hmm. right, right. You know, right, right. And now journeymen and masters of the Wheaton esque type of you know school of dialogue writing, right? Which mm-hmm. like you know, if you can do it well, it's serviceable, right? And sometimes yeah. you know, even like to you know, like, like assholes like us, like, oh, give us a chuckle every once in a while. But, like, I, I don't really think too much about dialogue in these types of movies, except when it's such shit. Yeah. <laughs> and it's bad. And it's shit, like, I cannot tell you just the screeching to all... Because I really wanted to give this thing, like, a chance, because I was like, how bad can this be? I like yeah. the Fantastic Four. I, like, grew up watching fucking goddamn Fantastic Four cartoons on Boomerang and shit like that. I was like, yeah, like, you know, I'm down with the Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. Got a Jewish guy in there, which I was, which, you know, as you know, if there's a Jewish guy... You're a homer. I, I ha- exactly. I, ha- I have to like it. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, just... <laughs> like, I'm sorry. The one thing, the... One of the first things just, you learn about a library, no talking. Yeah. And then you have to walk up to a person and bother them. Be bother like, them. Do you like human things? <laughs> Are you a human as Are, well? Yeah. Do you like music? Is that your thing? Is it your thing to like enjoy human activities? I really thought when she was like, yeah, I, I thought... I, Really it's, thought she was gonna be like, like yeah. It's like ahead. that that like memeified scene from Thirty Rock of just Steve Buscemi <laughs> as an old man being like, "Hello, fellow kids," <laughs> but it, in the high school. But it's yeah. that, but it, like Reed yeah. Richards being like, "Hello, oh, fellow, fellow humans." humans. Exactly. Yes. Like, yeah, I really thought he was about to be like, "Do you like music?" And she was gonna be like, uh, "Yeah, I like music," and he would go, "Cool, me too." Like, <laughs> you know, just such a psycho scene. But yeah, no, I mean that's the least of the problems of this is the dialogue. But just. Up. We have to dive into, like, the yes. story of this movie. Yeah. So This just, is one where you actually, I think, have to tell the story. I mean, no, I don't mean, like, the like the story story, like, the plot. Oh, okay. I mean, how this movie came to be. Okay. Like, we have to get into, like, context for yes. this movie. So this is, this is why this is going to be such a long discussion. Yes. So just... I'm excited, because I don't know any of this. Enjoy, yeah. Join, join me on this ride. Uh, so just to set it up, like, I think they have sort of faded a little bit in the collective consciousness, just because there's never been a decent film adaptation, but, like... By, like, a, like, comic nerd standard, like, the actual, like, if you go back to the comics themselves, like, for most of Marvel's history, Fantastic Four were, like, one of their, if not the biggest pop property they had. Yeah, 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 like, way bigger than, like, Iron Man. Oh, absolutely. Iron yeah. Man was, like, as we yeah, talked about, like, yeah. a tertiary character. Exactly. Like, their big yeah. guys were the X-Men, Fantastic Four, and Spider-Man. Yeah. And then, you know, like, Thor and Captain America were yeah. pretty big, but, like, Fantastic Four, like, might have been their biggest property. Mm-hmm. Like, most, like, synthesized the, like, the Marvel brand. Of, mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's, they're regular people, like, they're not, like, you know, billionaires or alien gods, yeah. like, that's DC's thing. They're just, they're, like, they're a family, and they have superpowers, and it's very optimistic, and bubblegum, mm-hmm. and cartoony, and very comic booky. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's, it's fun, and it's light, and, you know, yeah. people loved it, and... yeah. Yeah. And like so but there because of that like there have been attempts to turn it into a workable film like mm-hmm. going way back the first and i think funniest is uh roger corman who is sort of like a was like a famed b-movie pro- he's still still alive like he's kind of past his heyday but mm-hmm. like 
60s, 70s, up through like, you know, for a while was like the B-movie guy. Mm-hmm. Um, like launched like a ton of careers because he would just take any like, any like young film student just be like, here, here's your budget. You turn in a movie. You can do whatever you want as long as you turn it in, in on time under budget. Mm-hmm. So we like launched the careers of like uh, Scorsese and like Peter mm-hmm. Bogdanovich. Oh, wow. Uh, like mentored a lot of people just because like, hey, you know, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Just, yeah, I know who one of those people are. <laughs> his whole line was like listen you make one you make me one good picture you'll never have to work for me again that's awesome yeah that's what's up yeah like, literally like an apprenticeship program basically yeah yeah, yeah yeah you know yeah um, that's what's up. Like, he was also a guy who's just, you know his because like his whole thing was just i just want to make money i just need to yeah. turn a profit if you want to make art as long as i turn a profit that's cool like, yeah i don't care yeah but also like i'm just here to turn a profit and i'm not i'm also comfortable with being a sleazebag yeah so he like back in like the 80s when like no one was making superhero movies other than like the christopher reeve superman which was kind of a weird one-off thing yeah which people have like a weird connection to even though like i've tried to watch some of them and i'm not a fan uh, I, I mean, they were, like, the first superhero movies I saw when I was a kid. So I was like, oh, that's really cool. Yeah. And I think that's a lot of people's relationship to them. I haven't revisited them. I have kind of wanted to go back, but... I watched them after I knew, after I saw the South Park episode with him, and so I was like, oh, no, this guy, he's not Superman. <laughs> okay. I don't, know. I don't know how else to explain. Also, never liked Superman. Too powerful. Mm. Okay. Well, that's, that's a whole other tangent. But Exactly. But... Roger Corman being an enterprising individual is like, okay. Wait, he's not the guy that made that Spider-Man movie, is he? No, okay, no. Okay. But he did basically make a version of that for the Fantastic Four. Because <laughs> in the 80s, he was like, okay, like no one is making superhero movies. But I I can see that like eventually technology will catch up. And I, like I can imagine this becoming a thing. So he just bought the like film adaptation rights dirt cheap in the 80s and then just sat on them like as a long-term investment and like at at one point like the contract was like about to expire and he had he literally he had to make a movie to extend the film rights so we hired all these like non-union canadians and like didn't like made a movie with like for like in like three weeks for like you know like a thousand dollars in like bubblegum like, didn't tell them that they had no plans to release it so like the performances are like heartbreakingly earnest even though they're like they're clearly like on like disused porn sets <laughs> so just made this like dirt cheap movie that like actors are so fucking stupid <laughs> it's so nice yeah. they're so wonderfully stupid as shit <laughs> but so anyway, so that movie exists and people can see it and like the wait wait can we actually see it somewhere, somewhere yeah, yeah. I, I know people who have seen it and like the thing that i've heard from people who are really into the fantastic war like depressingly i think it is actually the movie that best captures their spirit <laughs> like it's the one it's the only one that's like they're they're just supposed to be fun yeah is that, yeah yeah they're what's it you didn't like you didn't like the what was the one in like the early 2000s so that's that's the next one so we'll yeah. get to that so so Corman like because, so Corman event because he makes this movie he gets to hold on to the rights and you know eventually like uh, superhero movies become a thing you know the whole boom starts what was like, the first bit it was Spider-Man I mean the first big one post like of like the modern era post Christopher Reeves probably was like the Tim Burton Batman in 89 Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you but but you don't have like the but huge like, saturation because you also had some real some real flops. Yeah, the like yeah, the real like saturation of like the modern superhero probably starts with like the first X Men movie. Oh yeah, first X Men yeah, it's and like then Spider Man afterwards yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. Fantastic movies. I barely remember the first X-Men. I remember the first Spider-Man. I remember being like, holy shit. Yeah, see, I didn't see any of the X-Men movies until later. Spider-Man was really my introduction. Yeah, Spider-Man. I, I love those Raimi Spider- I mean, the first two. There's, there, yeah. I, I have a special connection to the third one, which makes me not like it. <laughs> I remember, yeah. yeah. We don't need to tell it again. We don't, yeah, yeah. I, but man. because of those movies, suddenly, like, Corman's plan pays off, and he can sell off the rights. <laughs> what the yeah, that's so so. Cool. So he sells it to Fox. How much money did he make? Do you know? I don't know, but I, I, like, he made his bag. Like his plan worked. Just <laughs> you love it when a plan works. Yeah, just. I mean, all hail Roger Corman. I mean, okay. How like, can you? How can you be? I mean, what a. I'm just a bit. I'm having this like. I have no idea what this man looks like, but I'm having this image of him just kind of like chuckling to himself as he gets the check. My, I mean, my impression, like, my understanding of him is that he's, like, he's, he's a nice guy. Yeah, no, yeah, no, he doesn't sound like a mean guy. I'm just saying, like, there's something that's just, like, for, like, got, for, like, 20 years just to be, like, just to be, like, <laughs> this is going to make me money. <laughs> just there's, this, there's, there's Roger Corman. <laughs> just a, it's, you look like your nice yeah, grandpa. Exactly, yeah. It just, <laughs> just but made, yeah, clearly like, smiling like he got away with something at the same yeah, time. Because he absolutely did. Yeah. But also, like, look, I'm sorry, at the same time, though, like, to have the wherewithal to just be like, oh, these are going to be huge one day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, like, absolutely. So, so Fox, Fox gets the rights. Um, <laughs> and... So they like they have one whole plan to make it with uh, Peyton Reed, who ended he's ended up directing the Ant Man movies, which are oh, you know, again yeah, like yeah. you know I've never seen but I've heard good things. They're fun. They're yeah. like they're I mean they they are kind of the tone that you from my understanding again I have never read a Fantastic Four comic but just from people who are into it like my understanding is like the tone that he goes for with Ant Man was just it's a good time is yeah. like kind of what you would want for a yeah. fantastic why and why uh, what's his name uh, uh, be, Paul Rudd be like the perfect Ant-Man yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and like my understanding is like Paul Rudd would be a perfect Reed Richards yeah yeah. But, oh absolutely yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 but like he has a movie that bombs and like they just scrap it and, mm-hmm. and so then but like they're getting all this pressure from Marvel to make a movie because at this time Marvel's the way Marvel looks at movies because they are not a studio and world destroying behemoth yeah. themselves yet yeah. is like we allow people to make movies one because we get licensing rights but more importantly because they are ads for comic books exactly yeah, um, for merchandise and so stuff. they had a whole thing where they're like we need two comic book adaptations a year just to like boost our sales mm-hmm. and so they really push Fox to get this Fantastic Four adaptation off the ground. So, <clears throat> Fox greenlights a movie sl- slotted for 2005 and, like, pull the trigger at the last minute so they only have eight weeks of pre-production, which is just nothing, especially for, like, a big-budget superhero movie. Yeah, yeah, I don't know why I said good God. I literally, I was like, I don't know if that's a lot. They, from, from, what you, from, from using context clues, I was like, that doesn't sound yeah. like a lot of time. No, for, like, for like you know, a big, like, CGI epic, yeah. you're going to want some time to, like, figure out how to do that. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So, they have to cast super cheap, so the the star is like Welsh Welsh character actor like Ian Griffith. Oh my God! Yeah, who honestly I love so much. Did you ever see Horatio Hornblower? <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My family was really into yeah. it. Like the the biggest star in the movie is like post commish like Michael Chiklis. What's it got? Post? Uh, well, uh, well, I think I think this is not maybe Jessica Alba at the time. Jessica Alba and Whiteface. Yes. They make her do Whiteface. Wait, what? 
She's in whiteface in that movie. Is she actually? Yeah, she's actually in whiteface. <laughs> they make her blonde, blue-eyed, and whiteface because she has to play Chris Evans' brother. Oh yeah, it's true. Again, like pre, like yeah, yeah, Chris like Evans. Not another teen movie era. Yeah. Chris Evans. Like, Literally, when I know because I saw this in the theater and I was like, oh, it's the guy from Not Another Teen Movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's cool. He's still getting work. Yeah, exactly. Like that's nice for him. <laughs> that's so funny they that threw... Captain America was in Not Another Teen Movie. <laughs> And they get basically give it no budget. Yeah. So like the thing's costume is like clearly just like felt. Yeah. Um. And like there's only like one big action. Se- I mean, it's not a. There's one action set piece that at the end that takes like three minutes and takes place entirely on like one city block. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I remember it. <laughs> and to direct it, they're like, okay, we need to find the right director for this project. So like. Oh, there's this young, hot, up-and-coming director. Like, we're really excited. He just directed this movie. It hasn't been released yet. We've done a bunch of test screenings of it, and they have been absolutely rapturous. Like, we've never had a movie test this well. The movie was the uh, Jimmy Fallon joint Taxi. (laughs) Which apparently test audiences just fucking loved. And they're like, this is a hit guaranteed. Like, this is going to be the biggest hit of the summer. Taxi. Jimmy Fallon, America's Next Movie Star. You heard it here first. I saw Taxi in the theater. I believe it. I remember being like, man, this movie sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. It's so... It's You know what? It's one of those things where you're just like, man, it's great that people are just dumb everywhere. That's so cool. God, wait, okay, so let's go. But so, did you not like those Fantastic Four? <laughs> so, so the first one is ass. It's like clearly like, <laughs> all, like somehow feels almost as cheap as the Corman version. <laughs> I loved it. It's just shot through with plot yeah. product placement because yes. was like, that, oh, was the, yes. that was their whole budget. Yeah, like, I remember Fox that. Gave them nothing yeah. for that. Yeah, they make a sequel which is Rise tw- of the Silver Surfer. Yes, which is. Twice as expensive, but also ass, so it makes, like, less money. Also like that much. <laughs> so, and then there, there's, like, there's still kind of, like, a little, like, even though they, like, made less money on the second, there's still, like, a little bit of a push for a third, but then Chris Evans, like, leaves to join, like, a real franchise, and, like, mm-hmm. okay, I guess we're done with this. Yeah, let's go. Um, Which franchise did he join? <laughs> the other Marvel. Oh, is that when that happened? It was a few years later. But yeah, like, yeah, he made Snowpiercer and told us Baby Stays the best. He made that after Captain America. Did, oh, he did. Yeah, he was, Chris, al- Chris, he was already Captain America when he talked about how babies taste. Which, listen, folks, eat. The baby is the worst thing to eat. There's no <laughs> skin. There's, no, there's nothing on the. But also, I'm sorry, Chris Evans might be one of my favorite actors. That's the point, Matt. You got, <laughs> things have to get real bad for you to start turning to babies. No, no one's first choice is baby. They're old people. They. That's the point. <laughs> they, did, they, they ran through everything else, Matt. Well, obviously, He's I pay, obviously, I didn't pay that much attention to the movie. <laughs> wasn't like I, I could eat Grandpa over here or a baby. That looks good. Yeah, I, I prefer was, the baby. I was like, don't eat the baby. Got some jerky any... here, but I've had so much jerky. I'm really sick of jerky. Eat the mom. Maybe the baby. There's a mom. What the? They already ate the mom. What? Presumably, I, I, I'm I, I don't know why you're assuming they went to the baby first. That's ridiculous. That, that's a, that, that, that completely took me out of the story. I was like, eat the mom. What are you doing? They probably did, Matt. Well, then they should have been fine. Then they're just being greedy. At a certain point, they just wanted to eat people. They had the hunger. That's not my problem. <laughs> All right, so. 
Anyway, so... Oh, man. So all of that is just backstory in terms of, like, the <laughs> the long, just, like... The long and decorated history of just fucking up the Fantastic Four. Yeah, yeah. But, anyway, so again, like, once, like, the Marvel thing starts to happen for real, like, Fox is like, we need our own Marvel. Um, so part of the reason that Marvel is both very successful and kind of each movie is, can be a little anonymous, you know, as we talked about, is, like, it's more of, like, it, it's almost made more like a TV series than mm-hmm. than a film series. Where, like, yeah. the, the direct, like... Again, like, the guys who made Endgame came out of TV. Yeah. Which is a medium where that doesn't, like, lend itself to, like, auteurs. Yeah. You know? It's, the director is just a guy who's there to film the script. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> the real driving force behind, like, all of the creative decisions have already been made by the time you get to sits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's the producers and the writers who, like, drive TV. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. The director, it's literally just a workman job where it's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not, which is not to say, that, like, there's no creativity to it. Or I will say there's skill. no creativity. <laughs> I will say that you're doing nothing. But you're there to film the script. Yeah, like, exactly. Everything is already set. Yep. You're, you're there to like deliver a product on time. Yep. You're there to sit in your little chair with your little megaphone and to say action with your little French hat. Yeah. Yes. True. If I okay. was an, well, if you were a director, you wouldn't dress like that. <laughs> okay. Uh, I would okay. immediately dress like that. Okay, I know, I know. But <laughs> you're doing this thing. I don't know what that does. You're holding up. You can't do a visual bit on a podcast. You're doing the <laughs> thing where you hold up your hands to form a frame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why. I would just do that. Hmm. Okay. (laughs) 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 So stupid. Anyway, no. So, so, so the the driving creative force behind Marvel films is are you generally not the director? No. Not to say that you know people haven't brought their voice to projects, but like you have to toe the company line. Yeah. Like, you were there to execute Kevin Feige, super producer's vision. Mm-hmm. Like, and if you can sneak in a little bit of Taika Waititi or Ryan Coogler, mm-hmm. like, good for you, Pat. Yeah. Like, yeah. But that's, like, you've got to, like, check the boxes. And mm-hmm. I think you get to do some other stuff, that's cool, but you got to check the boxes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's what, you know, sort of the, despite having some, like, real directors in, on their bench, like Waititi or Coogler, like... Mm-hmm. The dudes who get handed the big project are the TV guys, the yeah. Russo brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they're the guys. Because they're the guys that will just like, oh yeah, I'll just shoot that shit, whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which you know, hey, that's fine. Yeah, you know. But Fox for Fantastic Four is like, we want to go the like Dark Knight route. We want ourselves an auteur. Mm-hmm. You know, we want to get ourselves our own Christopher Nolan. Mm-hmm. And so there's this young up and coming kid. Not kid. He's an adult. But, yeah. you know, younger guy. Yeah. Newcomer. I don't know how old he is, actually. But that's kind of... I think... <laughs> definitely younger. I'm sorry. I'm talking myself in circles because I don't know his... You're, doing, you're doing the me thing. I am doing the me thing. No, the me thing. That's what I said. Yeah. I'm me. You are you. You're you. I am so glad that those are our roles. <laughs> I would not want to switch. But... Not even for one day. A couple minutes, maybe. Just to see. You're, you're curious, aren't you? I'm curious a couple minutes worth. <laughs> well, what are we talking about? We're talking 15? Five. Five? Yeah. I feel, like, feel like I could get a lot out of five. <laughs> Depending on the five, oh, brother. Yes, you could. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, he's, you know, he he made this, like, little calling card movie, Chronicle, which is like a found footage superhero movie that, like... Oh, I know that one. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I, yeah. I never actually saw it. Like, I did. But, like... It's all right. Yeah, it was, you know, it... it it like, I the, the, it was different. Yeah, that's the word yeah. on it. Like it had a distinct voice mm-hmm. and like 
was pretty cheap, did some cool effects stuff yeah. on a budget, and like made a ton of money based on its budget. Yeah. So like, okay, let's let's hand this dude a bigger canvas and see what he can do with it. Um, and his pitch to them is basically, I want to do the fast Fantastic Four, but I want them to be young. I want it to be grounded. I want them to be emotionally tortured. And I want to do a lot of body horror stuff with it. Why? It's an interesting take. It's like, I want to do Baby Batman Begins meets The Fly. That's... I mean, listen, I'm a man that appreciates body horror in his day. Yeah. But that is not what the Fantastic Four is. Yeah, it's definitely... It's a take. They're four friends that had a whoopsie-daisy and then go, Oh, well, I guess we'll fight crime. Yeah. 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 That's what it is. It's candy-colored. It's a man who becomes a rock monster and just... Pretty quickly, he's like, oh, okay, I'm a rock monster. Well, in this movie, the rock monster gets asked, does it hurt? And he says, I'm used to it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not doing it justice how sad his line, Jamie Bell's line reading of I'm used to it is. It is. This is... This is a this is a movie that needs some Paxil. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And a movie that also has Tim Heidecker in it. It has Tim Heidecker for like two seconds yeah. as Reed Richards' stepdad. Who, who? Let me just say, kills it as like a Jets guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Reed. I don't know. I loved it. I loved it. So him. It has again Tim Heidecker as Reed Richards' like. All, you would almost think abusive, but like seems to like not care enough to be abusive. Exactly. Like, yells some invective at him, but is way more invested in the Jets game. Exactly. Yeah. It has Dan Castanella yeah. as his like teacher who's like, you're never gonna amount to anything. <laughs> his teacher who's like who's like who's like he's like, oh look, I made a transporter. His teacher's just like you're never gonna amount to anything. Yeah. <laughs> Sees it transport in front of him and it's like, just... the first like fifteen or twenty minutes of this movie is like it's some weird Jimmy Neutron bullshit where, like, Reed Richards is, like, a 12-year-old child genius. Yeah, exactly. Like, lit- again, like, literally building, like, a teleporter. and At the age of, like, like 10? Yes. Yeah. And, and <laughs> fucking Homer Simpson is there being, like, make, making it his life's mission to just be, like, you're, tr- you haven't, like, you haven't figured out teleportation at 10. You've gotten pretty close, but I think you've peaked, son. Best <laughs> give it up and learn how to become a garbage man. Fuck you, kid. What? <laughs> Okay, just finish your thought. Finish your no, thought. No, no, no. I was gonna say. I was gonna say. Just acting like literally no teacher would. I had a teacher literally tell me that I should give up on ever on any dreams of ever being an artist, and they did it so much nicer than he did it. But not only that, and yes, did it crush me? Yes, but that's not the point. The point is, is that <laughs> wait, what school is he at? And he's the same teacher. From the ages, this is Mr. Feeny ass shit. Oh, I think I think Dan Castanella made it his life's mission to crush Reed Richards' dreams. Just, like you're moving on to middle school, so am I, bitch. He's been with him. He's been with him since Montessori school, just yeah. bullying. Yeah. <laughs> but so you, so you got go ahead, go ahead. you got Tim Heidecker, you got Castanella. Yeah. You've also in my personal favorite weird nonsensical cameo in this movie. Ben Grimm, the thing, again, as a child, he's got, uh, again, like a sort of abusive old brother. Oh my god. Who, in fact, originates the phrase, it's clobberin' time, while beating up Ben Grimm. Yeah. And he is played by Chet Hayes. 
You fucked it up. That Chet. Oh wait, that is his rap name. That is Chet Hayes, <laughs> son of Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks, rapper son. <laughs> A man. The, the man. The man whose whole life mission is to make sure that Colin Hanks always knows he's the good son. <laughs> my favorite, maybe one of my favorite men in the world. A man who cannot stop himself from doing a Jamaican accent. Yes. All the time. <laughs> he's so cool. Every video I see of him, I'm just like, he rocks. I love him so much. Didn't he like break the news? He's just like, you know, so like uh, my mom and dad have COVID and it's like crazy. <laughs> Completely believe that. It's so, it's he has so, like ten seconds of screen time. Said, All yeah. of well, ex- like Heidecker also has like literally two shots. Said, Castanella yeah. is all over the first half. Yeah, he just just, <laughs> just being just like follows Reed Richards and Ben Grimm to high school. Exactly. Just, just show up to their fucking science fair. Be like your teleporter sucks yeah. ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To disqualify them because <laughs> he says it's a science fair, not a magic show. Yeah. <laughs> and they. Prove to him that they made a teleporter. Which, you know what, there's part of me that's, like, kind of fair, but also at the same time, like, they right, they, they broke a backboard using science somehow. Like, I don't know. Maybe investigate for two seconds. Exactly. And say, Maybe. Says, no, fuck you, you're disqualified, and you're paying for the backboard. But, anyway, anyway, so to back up. You know so, the thing that you have science fairs in high school? Yeah, I was yeah. also not sure about that. Yeah. I don't know at any point, like... You have science in high school next to a kid that's, like, eight. I have a lot of questions about, like, what institutions they are a part of exactly. at all times. We'll, yeah. But we'll, we'll get into it. I still, <laughs> giving I, you a scholarship. There's more backstory that we need to get through with. Seriously, like, it's like this is the part where it starts to get insane. Exactly. So, so he gives him this, this take that's, like, again, like, we're, we're going dark. We're going yeah. grounded. We're going dark. We're going, again, Cronenberg for some reason. But, God knows. But it's a take. That's the take. They sign up for the take. So Trank, like, he's got his take. There's already a script in existence for the Fantastic Four that it, apparently some people have seen. You know, like, it's a pretty good script. Yeah. Like, like the Fantastic Four is a pretty good script. Trank takes it. He's like, He looks at, like, the... He, and he just, like, chops off the first third. Just, like, the first act. And is like, that's the whole movie. <laughs> act one. We're making the whole movie just out of that. So, like... That explains so much about this movie. Doesn't explain everything. There's more to tell about this movie. Oh, no. A whole lot. But, like, the original script is, like, you know, gives, like... Going to, like, Doctor Doom's whole story where he becomes, like, dictator of some, like, Eastern European country. Like, Tim... Like, Tim Blake's Nelson's character is supposed to be, like, a secondary villain. Like... Who's? Tim Blake Nelson? No idea who that is. From a brother, where art thou? Country fried guy in this oh, movie. Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah. You know what Tim Blake? Tim Blake rules. No, 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 no. I know. I just didn't know his name. Yeah, that's I know that name. guy. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I was like, oh, it's Buster Scruggs. Yeah, it's Buster Scruggs. He's yeah. supposed to have a whole deal in this movie. He's... Oh. But anyway, just he's like Act One. That's the whole movie. So, okay. Yeah. Again, interesting take. Just yeah. Trank's take is. Yeah. He's got a take. Yeah. There's a take. I'm always into someone trying to do body horror. Why not? I don't know. Again, I don't know that that's right for the Fantastic Four. I no, it's I, not. I don't but... know that this is a good take, but it's a take. Exactly. There's a take that this man has. He has yeah. a vision, and Fox is like, yes, we'll give you some money for it. Until 
at some point, and we don't, like, it. there's been a lot of just, like, rumor and leaks about this movie. We don't know the whole story of what happened, except that at some point, everything just fall, started to fall apart. Mm. Like, right before they're about to start, like, there are some things that we do know, however. Like, shortly before they start to start filming, Fox decides that they have qualms about this take hmm. that they have signed on to. Hmm. And they cut the budget in half. No. Like, right before they're about to start filming. Can't do that. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a tough thing to do. You kind of either have to, like, commit or not. Yeah, yeah. Like, either this is... You're either riding this horse or you're not riding this horse. It is yeah. the definition of changing horses midstream. Yeah. <laughs> Which you're not supposed to do, I believe. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, they cut the budget in half. Starts filming. Fox decides they don't like what they're seeing. And yeah. at a certain point, they just take the film away from Trank. The producers, like, rewrite the whole script. And start, like, like change the ending. Mm. And just... What did he say? What could he say? What could he say? What What would you say if you were trying to pick? <gasps> Do you like music? Perfect. <laughs> we're cooking. Yes. We're cooking. There yeah. we go. That's what is the gas, baby. How do we establish that these people like they have to be together? Like they're the the passion that they burn with for each other is so bright that they must be together. I got it. They like music. Oh my god! They both like music. Who likes music? Oh oh oh! And Sue Storm, you know, she, yeah. like invisibility is cool, but like, what if she had another power? What power? Patterns. What? She's into patterns, patterns? Matt. <gasps> oh my god, bro. Oh man, we're gonna make so much money. Here, give me another. <laughs> okay, let's go. <laughs> so they just start making their own movie. Yeah. Like just. <laughs> and you can't Alan Smithy at this point, right? Like, didn't they? They took that away. You're not allowed to. Alan I mean, Smithy. you can you can still do like you just can't use that particular exactly name. right. Yeah, yeah, you can use other names. Yeah. But, but anyway, so they film their whole like. Frankenstein Monsters movie decide they still don't like it and like then go back and do like extensive reshoots God, and, and like they were like apparently like on some days they like wrote the script in like the scene in the morning and filmed it in the afternoon oh no like, you're not supposed to do that <laughs> I know you're not supposed to do that yeah like uh, obviously a ton of Trank's like footage went unfilmed but he still like took all of the footage that they did have and like cut his own version of it <clears throat> And they're like, nah, we don't like this, and hired another dude to like cre- assemble their own cut of the movie, uh, which is what we ended up with. Uh, like, I can't believe he kept his name on it. Yeah, I don't. I, don't I, mean, I mean, I guess you gotta have to. I don't know. It's like that's that's the thing. We just we don't know exactly like what the what the contract stuff, what the negotiations. What we do know a few things though. Um, like there have been some things that have. Uh, leaked out in terms of like what happened like in in terms of the behind the scenes drama like the original screenwriter the dude who wrote the longer scripts like claimed that like trank cut him out of all production meetings would like like just made sure that like like literally like intercepted notes to him so that he wouldn't know about them (laughs) um uh, thought like there's there's just been a whole lot of like he said, she said, like, accusation stuff, like, some of which just feels like mudslinging. Like, Fox claimed, like, that they, like, had, you know, put Trank up in, like, a rental house during the shoot and that his dogs did 200000 worth of damage to the house. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have 
two kids, I don't think they can do $200,000 yeah. of damage to a house. Like, right before the movie came out, Trank, like, tweeted that he had handed Fox a perfect movie and that they had ruined it. And then, like, moments later, like, deleted the tweet. Have to, del- have to delete the you tweet. You can't tweet that! Like, there was all of this gossip that seemed, like, felt like it was being oh. fed by, like, Fox publicity people saying, like, Trank, Trank had cracked under the pressure and, like, had some sort of nervous breakdown. You know what we should do? We should just, like, get jobs. I feel like we should just go to LA and we should be like, listen, listen, two men, we love movies, and here's the thing, we're relatively normal, all right? (laughs) Just put us with your directors and we'll just be like, no, don't do that. (laughs) Keep them under control. Who knows if that's real, though? Like, I... Who knows if any of it's real? Yeah. But here's what I know. I feel like we could talk ourselves into maybe 50 grand each. Like... There is a lot of evidence that, like, Trank isn't, like, I don't know about insane, but, like, yeah, like, his take sounds bad. Yeah. But it is a take. It is a take. What we got is nothing. No. But, like, just just to finish up, because there... <laughs> no, 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 no. I literally, every time you, like, stop for a second, I'm like, that has to be it, right? That's that's not it. It's... It, um, fuck, man. Like, uh... When they when it was announced that like just more bullshit like when it was announced that Michael B Jordan like one of the best actors of his generation yeah. dude legitimately rocks fantastic yeah so good one of a from like I don't know how old he was when he was on the wire but like couldn't have been more than like ten or twelve fantastic performance he was like, on the wire yeah he he was fucking Wallace yeah fuck I wish where the fuck that. is Wallace he's in Fantastic Four and you know what. Some people on the internet had opinions about a man who was not the same ethnicity as Johnny Storm was originally portraying Johnny Storm. Yeah, but I mean, like, I'm sorry, Michael B. fucking Jordan, like, if there is a, he's feeling like black Johnny Storm, I'm sorry. He's doing great. He fucking rules. Yeah. Like, but, like, apparently, like, Trank was getting death threats and, like. Oh, God. Like, he said that he slept with a 38 special next to his bed throughout the entirety of the production. No. God. If you're trying to deflate the narrative of you cracked under the pressure, maybe don't tell people that. That's always always a thing that good people of sound mind do is they sleep with guns near them at all times. One of my favorite little nothing anecdotes, but um, Mads Mikkelsen... This is all. This is this is coming from. Wait, Wikipedia, Mad Mi- Wait, what? Mads Mikkelsen auditioned to play the role of Doctor Doom. Let me just let me just read this quote uh, from him about the the audition process. So he. <laughs> this MF said process. He was, pro, he process. So, <laughs> Mads Mikkelsen, who again, just fantastic. Yeah. One, one of the best. One, one of the biggest greatest. Of all would be time. such a good Doctor Doom. Oh yeah. I, I like Toby Kebbell, like, if what I've seen him in, like, he's, yeah. but, like, I, doesn't do much with this role, but I don't know how you could. Yeah, but, exactly. Anyway, yeah. He's playing, like, three different characters, exactly. which we'll get into, but yeah. Mads Mikkelsen uh, is, was reported as having walked out of the audition process, calling it mad and wrong. <laughs> he later stated that the only thing he was asked to do during his audition was stretch his arms out as long as he could. <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny. (laughs) That being the audition. That all you can do? That's it? Having to say that to Mads Mikkelsen, and then Mads Mikkelsen, then walking out, like, raging about how this is mad and wrong. (laughs) It's just such a great image. You see all the pictures of him just, like, getting drunk with people? 
Yeah. Yeah, it's it's so cool. Literally just made a movie about that. Yeah. The whole, whole premise of the movie is, what if Mads Mikkelsen got drunk a lot? Yeah, exactly, yeah. It's supposed to be pretty good. Yeah, no, no. Maybe we'll watch it sometime. No, but that's... I, like, I'm trying to visualize this. Someone would sell this movie. Why they asked him to do that? I don't know. I don't... Like, it would almost make sense. If he was auditioning for Mr. Fantastic, it would that make would, sense. Yeah, that would make sense, yeah. Maybe it's like we want to see how you, like, if you read big enough on screen. I, but, but like, but Dr. Have you Doom... seen anything with Mads Mikkelsen in it? He reads as intimidating. Don't yeah, worry. exactly, yeah. yeah. Way more so than, 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 than Barney to- Rubble. Toby Kebbell, who I think was hired basically just because he's one of the guys who's known for doing mocap. Yeah. Like, he was was one of the apes in all the Planet of the Apes movies. And what do I know him from, though? I don't know. He just looks like a guy. I'm like, oh, look like a guy I know. What's it called? Is he Jewish? I don't know, man. Well, that's the thing. I'm, trying to, think, I'm trying to think if he just like looks like someone I grew up with, and maybe that's why I think that. Anyway, there are... There all there are all these. What are the racial backgrounds? No, actually, no. I don't. Never mind. I don't keep, into it. Yes, no, I don't keep trading cards the way you do. But there are all of these signifiers. Like you have, yeah. kind of have to be looking for them to a certain extent. But there are all these signifiers like strewn throughout the movie that like just some shit went wrong here. Yeah, yeah. Like like this. I actually think that this could have been a. I don't know if it ever could have been a serviceable movie, considering like the direction he was taking it in. Because like you said, it is a take. I don't think it's a take for the Fantastic Four, but it's certainly a take. I would rather see a take than whatever this is. Exactly. This is, this is all, like, of all of the movies we have talked about, this is the most, like, not yeah. a movie we, I've yeah. ever seen. Yeah. But, well, just, I mean, that, that's what we got into, like, when Freddy Got Fingered, where, like, I know you didn't, like, personally like it, but you saw a man fucking leaving his heart out on the goddamn yeah. field, and that's something. You yeah, know? absolutely. I would rather watch, even if Trank's cut is a disaster, Yeah. I would rather watch the Trank disaster than this disaster. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And, like, uh, both Kebble and Kate Mara have, like, publicly expressed, like, you know, that, like, at least that they liked Trank's version better. That, yeah. like, there was a good movie left on the table, yeah. at least according to them. Well, and, you know, and, like, when you're, like, when you're stars who are probably still banking on, like, maybe we can still eke a sequel out of this and another paycheck are willing to come out and, like, badmouth your movie, like, that, that means yeah. something. But you know what? It turned out pretty well for Kate Mara, because, um, you know what ends up happening? What's that? What's it called? Her and uh, the, the oh Jamie Bell. Yeah, yeah, they got married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah they started dating after this and they got married. Yeah, and they have a kid together. So yeah, I mean that's the thing. At the end of the day, you know what? I'm gonna say that's worth all the money in the world, baby. But just some like before we like get into this deeper, like just some some more just like clearly like just stuff is wrong here, like. Mm-hmm. Like, when we first see Doctor Doom, he's playing this, like, scuzzy hacker. Yeah. And then, like, at the end of that scene, there's, like, a clearly 80-yard line where uh, Reggie Cathy, who plays, uh, I don't know, Doctor Storm. Yeah. The Storm children's parent. Father, yeah. Um, like, <clears throat> he has some, like, 80-yard line of, like, hey, uh, and clean yourself up, Doctor Doom. You're going to have to be uh, totally different in the next scene. Yeah. And so then just the next time we see him, he's suddenly, like, clean cut and, like, a part of the team. Yeah, exactly, which, yeah. It with just no in. explanation. He just walks in like, hey, I've always been here, remember? Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, after they just been, after, like, the scene before that, though, they were like, they're like, no, you can't have him. He, like, burned down the lab. And he was like, well, I need him. And they're like, well, okay, you've convinced us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, again, like, Tim Blake Nelson was supposed to be playing a totally different character. And, like, he was supposed to play the villain, the Mole Man. Mm-hmm. And 
then they just decided to scrap that. And so you'll, if you pay close attention, you'll notice no one ever says his name on screen because they had to ADR change his name. So every time like anyone refers to him, the person isn't actually talking. Like you just hear a line ADR being like, and Tay, hey, uh, Tim Blake Nelson, why yeah. don't you come over here? You know, I actually didn't pick up on that. It's, it's subtle, but like it's, it's there. That's and like tough. Miles Teller and Kate Mara's looks both kind of awkwardly change halfway through. Hmm. Like, yeah, kinda, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kate Mara has a lot more of like a kind of like indie grunge smart girl type shit, I feel like, going on at first. Yeah. You know, maybe. Also, they say she's from Kosovo, and I've met Albanians, which actually, not getting into that. <laughs> okay. But, All right. Yeah. Because yeah. I just realized I was like, I was like, Let's everything I was the race science corner. Well, not just the race science corner, but also I was like calling people from Kosovo Albanians. I don't want to get it. Yeah, that's tricky. You're, they're all just Russian. I don't understand what they're from. <laughs> <laughs> my my personal favorite is so like the original like backstory of the fantastic world is like they're astronauts and get hit with like solar radiation yeah, or yeah. something i don't i don't know but yeah in this it's that they've like developed it like a interdimensional teleporter thing yeah. and go to this other world yeah i was so, trying to remember i was like i don't think that's how that happens it's not how it goes yeah. but, but anyway so there are two scenes on the on like planet x i think is what they call it and the first one is like halfway through the movie when they get their powers, which is a whole other thing. The fact that that happens halfway through the movie, but exactly, yeah, I remember being like, "Wait, they're just getting them now." And then at the the end of the movie, they go back, and there's again like this kind of awkward ADR line where one of the like scientists on on the switch is like, "Hey, the planet looks different now." <laughs> <laughs> and it's like they don't quite explain why, but it's clearly because reshoots. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But see, I thought that they were trying to be like. Oh, man, because uh, of, uh, you know, Doctor Doom. <laughs> I guess, but... I guess that's what? I, as the rube to your... What's the opposite I'm, of a rube? Uh, cool guy. No, no. But, no, I mean, I think that's clearly what they're hoping for, but it's also clearly... Worked like, this, on me. This is clearly necessitated by... We we threw those sets out already, accidentally. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't read anything about this movie because yeah. that makes it so much funnier. Yeah. God. And then just the la- last thing before we actually like get into the play-by-play a little bit. Like, yeah. There are like three action scenes in the trailer that just never show up in this yeah. movie. Yeah. No, I remember. No, because I remember watching the trailer and being like, huh. And then, It looks like a movie. Yeah. It, no, it did. Like I was like, it looked like we were going to get gritty Fantastic Four, which like. All right. I mean, yeah. whatever. I'll look. I've heard tell that apparently they're gonna make some sort of like gritty. Um, what is it? What is the thing? I want to say gritty Winnie the Pooh, but that can't be. Real. <laughs> <laughs> that can't be real. Oh, I would love to see like Winnie yeah. the Pooh smoking a cigarette. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Winnie Eeyore the... cutting himself. What's it called? Eeyore probably did cut himself. What's it called? I took a turn. I shouldn't have said that. Nah, it's fine. Anyway, <laughs> everyone cuts themselves. Who doesn't cut themselves? Just okay, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to help you. You're not. You are not. I'm not trying to help you. I'm trying to help you. I'm the guy trying to offer you an aura and hitting you on the head on purpose. <laughs> it's funny. So, you'll be fine. I'm here. Anyway. We... We need. To, I don't. We're, we're, this already has been so long. We do need to do a little bit of a play-by-play in this you movie, do. just because. Like, there's again. There's just. There's so much. There's so but, like much that happens. So in just this. to just to just to start off, like the one the one thing that like we have heard about like what Fox didn't like about Trank's vision, at least once they decided they didn't like it after initially liking it, was just that it was too morose. 
Mm. Which, again, sounds believable. Yeah. But, like, again, that was the take you signed up on. You either yeah. need to go with that take or pick another take. You yeah, can't just, you, you can't just have... what's your take? And he said, morose. And you said, hmm, too Here. morose. You can't do you that. You said, here's $100 million, yeah. and then, ooh, sorry, actually, we're going to need you to do the same thing on 50 or yeah. whatever. I don't yeah, know. exactly, but, yeah. But <clears throat> just as, like, you can't do that. The reason that this movie doesn't work is right there. Again, I would prefer, like, the insane Trank version to this, mm-hmm. but... Like, I can see where they were coming from because this movie begins with, like, an over-black, like, voiceover where, like, the, the movie starts with, like, you know, like a... Here's what... It's when Reed Richards and Ben Grimm are, like, in elementary school being shat... About to be shat on by Homer <laughs> by Simpson. By Homer Simpson. <laughs> but, like, it's, you know, the... Like, what the, the, the assignment all the kids are doing that day is, like... Here's what I want to be when I grow up. Yeah, you know that you know you know but, how you had the assignment. What do you want to be when you grow up? When you're like ten years old? Yes. Yeah. But just to just to 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 give Fox a little bit of credit in terms of why I can see this movie is too morose. Like the first thing we hear in this movie is a child talking about how when he wants to grow up, he wants to be Eli Manning. Yeah. Which is just the saddest thing I've ever. Yes. Heard. Like, you can't even... It's it's like the gay guy in Avengers being a Mets fan. Yes. Like, you can't even you can't even aspire to be the good Manning. Manning. <laughs> be Eli. You want to be Eli? Seriously? Like, I know it's, you're in New York, but come on, come man. On. It, it was the most, like... When I heard that, I was just like... I was just like... It was the movie being like, takes place in New York. We're doing the New York thing. <laughs> it's not like New York has... As any quality athletes, to yeah, choose. yeah, 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 or or any sort of like really famous teams full yeah. of like, yeah. I mean, dude, this is what it's supposed to be. Two thousand seven. You want to be Jeter, baby? Come on, yeah. the, 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 mellow. Come on, like there's so many New York athletes. Even another giant. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> What's it called? You want to be uh, what? Plexico. <laughs> Here's some giants, right? I think I get yeah. it. I actually did want to be Plexico Perez because because when he shot himself, do you know like the story behind? He was that? in like a strip club or something, right? Yeah, no, oh no, I think he was in a nightclub. But he went into the nightclub. He had a gun on. But he, <laughs> the reason why the gun fell is because he's wearing sweatpants. Yes, I did know that part. Yeah. So I was just like, wait, this dude got to go into nightclubs wearing sweatpants? <laughs> sweatpants like, and a gun. <laughs> like I'm like, that's the coolest man in the world. And he shines. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the whole, oh, he's so cool. The whole first act again is just like depressing Jimmy Neutron about yes. Ben Grimm yes. and Reed Richards, who are like childhood best friends. Can like, I say I hate a child savant? I hate it. I hate. I, I hate. I a agree. Child yeah. genius. I, this immediate. This movie immediately got on my bad side exactly. just because. It, just because of that. Yes, absolutely. I mean, like, like you know what? Actually, movie did like good. Like child savant. None. Speed Racer. Oh no! Yeah. I think I think there when he's just like oh because you're like oh it's just a kid obsessed but with race cars. It's yeah. just it's just Ricky Bobby saying I want to go fast exactly. as a child. Yeah, that's... yeah, exactly. That's perfect. Yeah. yeah, I knew a kid that was just like that was just like karate and fighting are so cool. And you know what? He became a marine. And yeah. it's like oh yeah, that's like that's what you do. I think another fundamental problem with Josh Trank's take, which again like would rather have seen that than this, but like does sound like it has fundamental problems, is like I don't know how you go for realistic when you have like 
Ten-year-olds nearly perfecting interdimensional travel. Exactly. And like, your bad guy is named Victor Von Doom. Exactly. Like you yeah. Just, you can't go for gritty. <laughs> like yeah. yeah. I think Vic Von Doom over here is yeah. Here. You'd be a valuable <laughs> asset to our team. Vic Von Doom, great guy. Kind of trouble, but great guy. <laughs> just if your name is as, Von, as long as he shaves. Yeah. Yeah. If your name as long is, as he gets an eighty-yard line telling him to shave. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm sorry. One of my favorite parts of this movie is. <laughs> Is 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 what's his face? Uh, Miles Teller fucking like writes some shit, and then and then uh, 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 Barney Rubble just kind of goes like, I don't forget his name already. What's it called? Kind of goes like, uh, no, 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 and then erases it, and then writes something like just like the warmed over bullshit, <laughs> like science shit. Here's a, here's a science montage. Yeah, yeah exactly. On a whiteboard, exactly. yeah. and just shaking his head and writing some other nods. I'm yeah. sorry, I just remember <laughs> that. But anyway, yeah. So so, but just uh, like. We can skip over all the kids stuff. We already talked. Yeah. But well, the kids stuff isn't that. Well, like I mean, the kids stuff is like what? Like the first like half hour, forty five minutes of the movie mm-hmm. is like kid, and then the science fair, and then yeah. So I yeah. mean, the, the the actual like child child stuff doesn't oh, take okay. that long. But yeah. like, yeah, like the whole first half of this movie, like af- like at the science fair, like when they like show off their like they. Have, <laughs> they invented a teleporter, <laughs> and Homer Simpson's like, "Fuck you! <laughs> You're disqualified and and paying for the backboard." But Kate Mara sees it and like recruits them to come to something. Well, no, 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 no. recruits Reed. Does no, that... recruits both of them, and then for some reason Ben Grimm is like, "I don't want to be in this movie for a while." Wait, is that what that was? Yeah, because I was confused with that because so, I was like, "Oh, they're going to school together." So. I don't know what this place is. It like it's never. It's they, the, they go to a dorm and they have a library. What do they call it? It's called like the something. It's the, like the something institute. Yeah, exactly. But it's not clear if it is a university or a company. Yeah, exactly. So, or what, a school of something because they say that he's getting a scholarship. Yeah. So, so what we know, like <laughs> he goes to live in the dorm. Like Ben Grimm goes with him, sees the dorm, is like, "Yeah, this is a little too hoity-toity for me. I, th- I think I'm gonna. I don't. I don't think I'm gonna be in this movie yeah, for a while. I'm gonna go to Oyster Bay. Which, by the way, I, I looked up Oyster Bay. Mm-hmm. Oyster Bay is like a like like completely fine like middle class area. Like yeah. they're like yeah, like it's not like he's not he's not he's not like oh I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to Red Hook or something like or I don't know some sort of like shitty rundown part. Like no, it's like a perfectly nice place. It's on it's on fucking. Goddamn, it's on Long Island. It's like a perfectly nice place. <clears throat> there's some like rich people that live. I, there's some famous person that lives there. I can't remember. Anyway, yeah. So sorry. so like it, most of the window dressing at first makes it seem like a school, but they're also like doing like a work study project or something about teleportation. Like this is this is a movie about interns building the portal reactor from Half Life Two. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Like, they're, yes, that's exactly what this is. Yes. They're all like nineteen years old, but seem to be the leads on this project. Yeah, yeah. there's like, I mean, there's like, which men- again, I cannot tell. If, is it being funded by a private corporation, the government, a university? They, they, I don't know who they work for. Possibly all of the above. I don't know. It's it's really like 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 it's just like it's like hmm. It's like 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 what like Country Fried's goddamn whole goddamn thing is that he's like it's Tim Blake Nelson. Yeah, Tim Blake. Yeah, his whole thing is just like. Uh, I wear a black suit. You know, I work yeah. for the uh, I work for the black suit people. I'm not the mole man guy. Yeah. I'm now just Jonathan yeah. E. Business. Jesus yeah. Christ! You say it's the fucking Half Life Two thing, bro. He's the fucking G Man. <laughs> he's just G Man. Is he? I don't know. That would. But there's the thing. Who the fuck knows? Yeah. 
But he's a, but you're right. He is like kind of vaguely villainistic, but then yeah. also just like totally like straight man. His his performance is still definitely keyed into villain, but like it ends up just being like he's kind of just like a greedy prick. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Not even not even really a greedy prick. Like ultimately the only like villain tinged thing is that when they finally do build like a fucking wormhole machine, he's like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna let NASA go through yeah, the wormhole. Gonna, yeah. Not, I'm sorry, like, your children. Yeah. We let you build the thing for some reason, yeah. but like we're gonna hire a professional to go through to another dimension. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're gonna hire we're gonna hire men that have been in like the fucking Air Force for twenty years and then went and then have been NASA astronauts for 15 years and have advanced degrees and are like and and are called captain on purpose like shit like that yeah. yeah so they build the portal reactor and then they're about to and then they're told they can't go through you'd think that that would be like maybe minute maybe minute 20 yeah that is legitimately halfway through this movie i think it's more than halfway through the movie actually it, it might be it's yeah. like right on the mark but yeah. like the first act of this movie again is a fucking stage play set in this lab where yeah. nothing happens yeah yeah no the only thing that happens is that you get to see a bunch of children basically order out a bunch of adults with like with like forklift certifications and like yeah. clearly who are like who are like i don't i don't know what there's like electricians and like i don't know like like just a bunch of people that and like i don't know what these people people that like scientifically weld you know what I mean? I don't, uh, engineers. Engineers, yeah. Yeah, yeah a yeah. bunch of actual adult engineers are being it's, told by these 19-year-olds so what to do. So, so, Reed Richards and Sue Storm are like the project leads. Halfway mm-hmm. through, Johnny Storm, played by the great Michael B. Jordan, shows up. And his whole deal is like, I'm also a great scientist, but I like to race cars. Exactly. I'm a bad boy. Exactly, yeah. 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 And I mean, again, Michael B. Jordan, being one of the best actors of the generation, can sell that shit. Yeah. It's just, you know. It's, yeah. It kind of, it also just... It feels like it's ported in from a different movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he was trying to, like, like, like he was in the Fast and Furious, and then his dad, Dr. Storm, was like, oh, no, you're in the science movie. And he yeah. went, okay, fine, I'll be a scientist, I guess. His dad, played by the great Reggie Cathy, also a veteran of The Wire. Like, this movie that, yeah. is full of great actors. Yeah. It's just... Yeah, he was fucking great in The Wire. Yeah, yeah. He's so... He was, like, one of my favorite characters. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. easily, easily. What's um, also, there for... I think the entire series. No, he doesn't show up until oh, wait, season no. three because he's like one of the. He's, yeah, that's like, right. He starts off as Carcetti's campaign manager. So that's right. That stuff doesn't even start till season. That's three. right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, no, I was confusing him with um one of the cops. Can't uh, remember which one. He was not Lester Freeman. Is that who you're thinking? Yes, that's exactly. Yeah, Lester Freeman also kicks ass. Yes. Yeah. They kind of play, like almost function as like similar characters of being like the like the heart of their like the soul of their yeah. like particular storyline, and also somewhat the brain to just brainless white guys. Yes, they're just like all all chutzpah and no uh, nothing up here. Yeah, as as my mom said, thinking Mc... with your little head and not your big one. Yes, Carcetti and McNulty both fought with their penises. But I'm sorry, can we just talk about the the best scene of the wire where where McNulty's fucking that chick on the car and then the cops come and he just holds up his badge. See, I thought you were gonna say the scene where he goes undercover, uh, like does a sting operation at a whorehouse and fucks one of the whores to completion. <laughs> Which no, apparently that actually cops are allowed to do that. Yeah, it's weird. Cops but, are totally allowed to do that. Anyway, <laughs> real story. We're already way deep into this. <laughs> I know. I know. But that's the thing. But we're also look like are, you might feel like we're behind. We're like maybe an hour into the movie actually. Probably a little bit less than that, but still like, like I it like the, so they go to the planet 
Like, so... Okay, oh, hold on, no, 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 no. Go ahead. What they decide to do is... They're like, nah, fuck NASA. We, we built this thing. We're gonna go through ourselves after hours. After Ooh. hours? After they get drunk from sharing exactly one flask. Yes. After, 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 like, three of them get drunk... After sharing one flask. And then so Reed calls up Ben Grimm. is like, hey, you want to be in the movie? And he's like, oh, I guess. Yeah, yeah I guess yeah. I'll be in the movie. Yeah, yeah. They, which is a, 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 and as I said, a 45-minute train ride. And this is the middle of the night. I don't know. I guess the train runs all night there's, there. There's no security on their interdimensional portal. No, there, oh, oh, I thought you were going to say there is no security at their institute. There is, because he literally buzzes him in. Right, remember? And they say hi to the to the, <laughs> to the guard. To the guard, who's the most fired man in this movie. <laughs> but again, this is this is a movie about a bunch of drunk teenagers yeah. hijacking a wormhole machine. Exactly. And joyriding it. Exactly. Yeah. And then one of them and so they get to the fucking planet and 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 they start like exploring around, right? They just start poking things basically. They do. They do. Which, and, and it was right after they got to the planet, and I was like, that's why you have professional astronauts do this. <laughs> and, like, there, there's a bunch of nonsense that is not really explained, where, like, Dr. Doom, like, touches a puddle, and it turns out the puddle is sentient or something, and, like, grabs him and starts to blow up the planet, and... Mm -hmm. It, buddy, it does not really make a whole lot of sense. Nope. And they never explain what the fuck nope. is happening here. Let's see. Michael B. Jordan, uh, he catches but, on fire. Yes, yeah, so, but what happens is they get back into their teleportation machine. And as they're teleporting back, like, basically the thing from The Fly happens. Yeah. Where, it, again, this is just, this is just Cronenberg, where, like, they're trying, like, where he gets into the teleportation machine, but there's also a fly in there, so his DNA gets combined with it. Mm -hmm. As they're teleporting back, like... Uh, Johnny Storm is in there with some fire. Uh, ben Grimm is in there with some rocks. Mm -hmm. uh, there's just some weird. Does anything happen with? That's what I'm trying to remember. I don't. I, th I, th I think they're just like, nah. He just becomes stretchy. Don't worry. Yeah, about exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe his door wouldn't close or something like yeah, that. I don't know why that would make him stretchy. Well, but... because because it stretches you out. When you're... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like with space, like you know, like you grow a little in space. <laughs> And then Sue Storm is just back in the lab. <laughs> she just becomes invisible. And she just gets a radiator, and they're like, oh, I guess invisible. And, and also patterns. patterns. <laughs> but the patterns is always there. The, the patterns were within you all along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it... <laughs> but some Kosovoan uh, uh, <laughs> autist. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, but... that's what it's coded as. I'm sorry. <laughs> Anyway, this happens like an hour into the movie, and I'm like, huh, like, how are they going to have time to, like, show them getting their powers and have, like, a climax? And, and so what happens? They just never show them getting their powers. They just, nope. they just have them all of a sudden. Yeah. Like, I, it's been talked about a lot that, like, there's just too much origin story shit. Like, I don't need to see Batman's parents get killed for, like, the eighth time. Yeah, no. Like, it just, I get it. Like, you know what movie did the Batman's parents gonna kill the best? Fucking Joker. No, fuck you. Wait, no, no, doesn't it just show? No, it just shows a guy following them into a thing, doesn't it? It shouldn't be in the movie. Well, no, it should. But I'm saying, like, look, if you're gonna show Batman's parents getting killed, that's what you do. You just show. Oh, look. No, I'm the, not excusing it. Fuck you. Not no, excusing it. Shouldn't be in the Joker. Movie. Perfect movie. Fuck off. <laughs> fuck off. Kill yourself. But. <laughs> 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 But like, the, like if 
if you're gonna have a movie that is just ninety yeah. percent origin story and then one weird inexplicable fight tacked on at the end, which yeah. we'll get into more. Like Jesus. the one fun part of it is at least like seeing them discover their powers yeah. and like playing around with them. Yeah. This movie is just like nope. You don't get no, to see that. No, yeah. Like, fuck you. So they come back from the other dimension. Mm-hmm. They immediately get like renditioned to Area Fifty Seven, which you know is serious because it's six more than Area Fifty One. Exactly. It's, it's that much more. And intense. they won't tell you what the location is. And I was looking at it. And I was like, oh, that's like Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> immediately. Yeah. But there's like five minutes of the like the body horror stuff. Yeah. Which I feel like this section was going to be like probably like 20 minutes more of what trank was going for mm-hmm. but it's just hey they like they've already got their powers and it's a nightmare yeah like everything hurts that's the big thing just yeah. exercising their power just hurts them all yeah which you know what like what i'll give props to trank for like yeah probably again it's a take yeah yeah, I don't, I don't know that I like it for this. No, I don't know that I like it for this at all. But like, yeah, like, but like, like the thing where like superheroes like some sort of accident happens and they get there. Well, like, well, like fucking what is it? Did it like that? Right? Like, um, like, like Watchmen did that, right? When like, when like Watchmen is a very different property than Fantastic. No, it is. It, it, yeah. yeah, but no, but that's the thing. Yeah, appropriate for Watchmen. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I love that Alan Moore hates that movie. <laughs> Fair, he should. Yeah, Alan Moore hates. It. <laughs> that's true. He hates the TV show, which was good. Yeah, I never saw it. But um, I liked the movie because I didn't understand it. <laughs> but um, but like so yeah, there's like five minutes of like, hey, what if being a superhero was a Cronenbergian nightmare, mm-hmm. which was which is you know then a take. It's a take, which is then immediately shoved aside for the dual takes. There are two two separate takes that happen here. Of one, what if the Fantastic Four were Black Ops? Yeah. And two, what if Reed Richards was a piece of shit? <laughs> so, so what happens here is like, again, like, find out, it. apparently it's a nightmare to be a superhero. You mm-hmm. don't want it. Like, it's no. the worst. Then, like, Reed Richards escapes from Area 57, and you just get, oh, like, a one year later flash forward. Yeah. Like, there's, just to <laughs> back up, like, as he's escaping, he, like, passes by Ben Grimm, who's like... Please help me. I'm yeah. a giant pyre of ro- of rocks. Rock. This this hurts so bad. Can you please do something for me? My one friend in the world. And we were just like, uh, I gotta go. Yeah, they're coming for me. I gotta go. Bye. <laughs> Sorry. That's that sucks, man. Which honestly, let's be honest. That's. I mean, I mean, in every one of these movies, I look for the you and me dynamic. <laughs> yeah, you would abandon my ass. Absolutely. Yeah, but I'd come back for you. <laughs> like that that's what you would assume like reed richards must be working on some plan to free him or something yeah. like they got a year four and he's just hanging out in mexico like, is that at mexico building something we, they never say what he's building exactly. <laughs> yeah which is probably what i would do i'd be like uh, right i have a picture of you up on the wall I'd be like i'm gonna come for you rob anyway wait what was i doing <laughs> <laughs> there's the most disturbing scene in the movie which is he's like he can't be Reed Richards because the military is out for him. So he like disguise. He like uses his stretchy powers. White hat, black face. <laughs> he uses stretchy powers to like make himself a new face. Yeah. And the scene- well, not just a new face, but a new race. He he's like Latino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He makes himself Latino. But and which, apparently just speaks perfect Spanish. Not even to get into that. No, just no, the scene, there's a scene of his face transitioning from Latino horrible to back to Miles Teller. Which if you ever want if. <laughs> If I somehow 
come into the possession of the nuclear codes and you need to get them out of me, yeah. show me that scene. I will I will give you anything you want. I was I was thinking I was like I was like I was like what's the Cronenberg part of this? Is it like when like they get their power and no, this is the Cronenberg. Yeah. That's the Cronenberg. But anyway, while, horrifying. While Miles Teller has been off just like Rachel Dolezaling. <laughs> For, like, no apparent purpose. Like, the rest of the, the Fantastic Three, I guess, have just... They're still, like, under lock and key in Area 57. And have just been, like, forced to do, like, Black Ops missions. Yeah. And there's, like, a whole scene of, like, Tim Blake Nelson, like, showing you the movie that you missed. He literally yeah. gives you a PowerPoint of several action scenes where, yeah. like... The Thing and uh, Johnny like, Storm are, like... Are, like, fighting, like, just rebels. Terrorists or something. Yeah. Why can't I see that? Give yeah. me an action scene. That would actually be cool. If they, Give me something. If they if they did like Black Ops Fantastic Four, that would well. I mean, that's I guess that's basically what they're doing with Wonder Woman. It's. I mean. It's, no, they're doing Gladio with Wonder Woman. Sh- shut up. They are though. Shut, I'm not wrong. Shut up. But like, they're like they're rubbing your face in it. Like we have a we have a whole movie. <laughs> Look, we're we not we're not gonna show you the the movie we have several action scenes that we could show you they're gonna be in a powerpoint fuck you kill yourself you dogs you deserve pain and torture you're a little piggy oink 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 piggy fuck you it's the i mean that's the thing that's why i can never stay mad at the studios because the absolute disdain they have for the people that they need their money is just Oh man! <laughs> In a PowerPoint. <laughs> so there's like a like uh, an almost plot where like the thing wants to get rid of his powers and Johnny Storm wants to keep him because he likes being a fire guy. Yeah, it never amounts to anything. Nope, not Goes a nowhere. Thing. But they hint it. Hey, maybe something could happen in this movie. Maybe there could be stakes. I'm like, nah. No stakes. Too much. You know, we 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 could do that, or we could show you a PowerPoint. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we could have a whole thing where like we're like you know like like Johnny Storm is like oh I kind of like being a, a flame based operator and where the thing is like I, everything hurts everything hurts and I don't I'm being forced to hurt people on the sheer See, promise that you'll cure me. My, my, just like a, my favorite thing from like the, the Michael Chiklis Fantastic Four when he becomes a thing his wife leaves him. Yeah, like, you're too <laughs> ugly now. That's right, I forgot about that. I I do like the kind of the unifying thing of all Fantastic Four (laughs) takes. Ben Grimm just has to be a huge sad ass. Exactly, yeah. Well, I also like the the unifying thing of all Michael Chiklis things is that (laughs) he's constantly getting left by his... Wasn't that an NYPD blue? He he was in The Shield. Oh, The Shield. Yeah, he's a divorce guy in The Shield, isn't he? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Yeah. listen, (laughs) we can smell our own. I don't think he starts off divorced, but he definitely gets divorced. Exactly, yeah. I think he might, that show is, that show goes to some place. I think he might, like, kill a guy she dakes or something. Yeah, so, yeah, no, I, I, the little bit, I remember, I think I watched, like, one or two episodes of The Shield, and I was just like, what the fuck is this show? <laughs> show the show is wild. I was just like, I was just like, I will take my Lord Order SVU, which is somehow more restrained than this. <laughs> yeah. The show is just like, oh yeah, no, the five year old got killed. I'm like, Dad, thank you. It's crazy that like, like Kurt Sutter started off writing for The Shield and then went on to do Sons of Anarchy. It is insane that Sons of Anarchy was him like, we need to calm down a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> that is so, a, 
The, the Shield is is a show where Walton Goggins kills another cop with a grenade. <laughs> I mean, the two thousands were such a cool time. You had you had that, and then you had that. What was on TV? You had like that, and then you had like twenty four, where they had that scene where where he tells the terrorist, he's like, "I have your family." And then he pretends, and the president's like, you cannot have his family. And he was like, no, I understand, Mr. President, it's cool that I have his family. Yes. See, I don't even know which scene you're talking about. Yes. You have to be more specific. There's just, man, oh my god. I can't wait to tell my kids, they're just like, listen. <laughs> it just went insane. Anyway, so... So, like, yeah, back to this fucking movie. So, I, I legitimately cannot even tell you what happens in the climax of this movie. Like yeah, they go back to the planet and then they're like, "Oh, it looks different." And then Doctor Doom comes back. So Doc, they yeah, they, some scientists go back to Planet X. Doctor Doom shows up. They bring Doctor Doom back to Earth because they're like, "Oh my God, you're still alive! Holy shit!" Right? And he like because he like collapses and they like catch him and bring him back. And they think somehow he's the key to like. Either curing or controlling their powers. Well, what they I said guess. was they said that is that is exosuit that the suit that like the that what happened to him was that the um the like uh, spaceman suit uh you know what you know, <laughs> I don't know what to call it yeah the spaceman suit that they're wearing like fused, fused to his body and that's yeah. how he's able to survive which also I'm like wait but how do you breathe air but also when they. At the scene at the end when they go back to the planet, all the Fantastic Four are no longer wearing helmets. Yeah, I, I also there. noticed that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, oh, so all of none of them need air. But anyway, Doctor Doom keeps talking about how he wants to go back to the planet just because it's his wife now or something. Yes, exactly. Like they keep being like, no, I'm a you, new kind of wife guy. Everyone else keeps being like, no, you can't, you can't go back. We need you for reasons. Yeah, we're gonna bring you to Area Fifty Eight. Let him go, man. What do yeah. you care? Yeah, yeah. I, you take one look at that guy, you go, like, you know what? You go right back. So then he, he goes back through the portal, which you would think, okay, he got what he wanted. <laughs> Just because the movie needs a climax, he starts using the portal to destroy Earth or yes. something. Well, well, first he, like, kills everyone. He starts just just wasting people with his mind, I guess? He makes people's heads explode. Yeah, which is that? Also, also Cronenberg. It's very yeah. scanners, but yeah. not not as violent. It's just a little CGI blood yeah. appears. Yeah, yeah, just a little bit like ah. Yeah. Not right. It's not. It's not. You're not getting the scanners. Yeah, yeah no. like you said. And yeah. again, it's like the big action scene takes place in a hallway. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. They just shoot at him. That's the worst thing you want to be. There's one thing you never want to be. You never want to be a soldier at a research facility. Oh no! Yeah. You're just like you just. I, I I actually kind of want to be a soldier research facility just because it's kind of like, yo, you know we're all dead, right? Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to talk about dead meat. Oh, yeah. Number one. Yeah. You have a better chance if you fuck in a horror movie of surviving than if you're a soldier <laughs> research yeah. facility. Not great. Pretty cushy gig, though, until then. Yeah. But, so yeah, he goes back to Planet X, starts destroying Earth because we need a climax. I legitimately don't know why or to what end. I think his whole thing was like, I can't live in peace with my planet wife as long as Earth exists. I need to... I, like, Earth is his ex-girlfriend. Yes. He, he needs to kill his ex-girlfriend to prove his devotion to his new wife. Yes. Yes. 
Yes. It makes perfect sense. Yes, not saying anything. No problem. <laughs> but anyway, so the Fantastic... <clears throat> so the Fantastic Four... They all come to beat him up, and... And they all... But they all do it individually, and then they go, what if we're a team? And then Miles Teller has a line. It's like, none of us is stronger than him alone, but we're all stronger than him together. And then they do something. Uh, and like, I rewatched this. I Like, this is... I legitimately don't know how they beat him. Uh, yeah. Like they're they're legitimately just like a series of disconnected shots and then of like action happening, but it's not clear what action is happening to whom. Mm-hmm. And then Dr. Doom is just like, ah! Yeah, and he exactly. gets kicked into the portal or something. Well, Dr. Doom is basically God uh, for like, like when they first bring him back because no one can stop him. Yeah. And then they go back to the planet and then they all try to fight him individually and he whoops all of their asses. And the only thing I can tell that they did differently was that Sue Storm was like, oh yeah, I can make other people invisible too, which is a thing I didn't know she could do, but I guess she can. And so she just makes, so, so, so she just makes one of them, God knows who, I can't remember who, (laughs) makes one of them invisible, right? And so it allows one of them to sneak up on him. And then just the moment they're near him, no longer a God, they can just beat him up then. I guess. Yeah. 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 That's, that's it. That's the only, that is, as someone that, for some reason, remembered this movie, uh, yes, that's what happened. Yeah, and so then the final scene is that they've, they, they've got a brand spanking new sexy headquarters. Yep. And they get to name their price, basically. Yeah, everyone was like, you did a great job beating up that guy and his planet wife. Like, you, <laughs> folks, we can't emphasize enough. The wife, the, the, the planet the, is his the wife. The planet is his wife. He and his wife have intercourse. That's right. He and his planet have he intercourse. He that planet. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he fingered that puddle, and the puddle's like, you're staying, buddy. You're staying. You're staying. You're mine forever. Which yeah. is what they do, folks. Don't know. <laughs> it's, in fact, the opposite of what happened to you. It's, it's absolutely. Yeah. Hey, you know what? I, you know what? I was on that I was on that planet longer than he was on that planet. All I'm saying. Anyway. <laughs> but, yeah, so they're they're in their, their new headquarters, and the, yeah. the last scene, which is just the fucking worst, is them, like, standing on the balcony, looking out over their, their new, like, science lab, and being like, what are we going to call ourselves? Oh, my fucking God. I <clears> forgot <throat> about this. The Stupendous Four. Like... Johnny Storm and the Excellent Three. Ah. And then one of them is like, or I think it's Reed Richards, like, wait, I got it. Then hard cut. No, to- no, 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 no. No. What happens <clears throat> is, out of fucking nowhere, the thing goes like, man, look at this place. It's fantastic, isn't yeah. it? And he goes, what did you say? It's fantastic. And Reed Richards is like, I've got it. And then hard cut to black and title Fantastic Four. <laughs> I mean, really, what they were doing is, well, really, that's not the actual end. The actual end is that they stand there and they go, man, can't wait for the sequel. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Still waiting. Still. God, I want to see it. I was thinking about that. What this ended, not only did I laugh at that bullshit yeah. in the end, but I was like, I want to see a sequel to this so badly. I know, like, despite openly bad-mouthing the picture and being like, Tranks was better, I know I've read some quote of Mara which is like, I'd still do another one. Yeah, well, why not? I, I, I'm sure the page... Well, the, the paycheck is probably not as good as you think it is, but, like, still better than not getting a paycheck. Listen, 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 <clears throat> listen, listen. For a person with a personality disorder, which is every actor, mm-hmm. all right? It's the only only way you can do that, I'm yeah. convinced, right? Listen, have you ever met a normal actor? I haven't met many actors. Everyone you've met, have they been regular? Yes. Okay. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm in a room with a liar. Anyway, 
But but my point being, my point being is that I want to see, I I want to see where they take this stupid world they've created for themselves. I want to see where they take it. I want to see the thing fuck someone. <laughs> Does he have a rock penis? Does he come rocks? Does he well, come pebbles? Does he come sand? <laughs> Does, does he, he come, shit? Does he come fruity pebbles? <clears throat> oh man! Does the thing shit? See, the thing is the my my alternate take on this movie is that the thing is the illegitimate son of Doctor Doom in that planet. That's, that's why right. He's rocks. That's right. That's why he's that's rocks. Right. That's why he's rocks. What's he Because the thing is, the thing is just a man with rock skin, right? I. He's a big rock guy. I don't know if it's just skin. I don't know if he's got like a normal body going on under there. I don't. I have legitimately no idea. You, you know what? You, I want to be the thing so badly. <laughs> I want to be the thing more than anything in my life. I would love to be the thing. Yeah, See, much, much, <laughs> much like the thing in two thousand four or two thousand five, the Michael Chiklis thing. You're <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> I think there's legitimately a scene in that movie where his wife, like, shows up after he's rescued a person on the bridge. Yes. And, and like, throws his wedding ring at him. Like, yeah. fuck you for saving that person. I'm done with you, the it's thing. A, exactly, right? Which is exactly how my marriage fell. Does <laughs> that what happened? I was saving too many people. God, that'd be so cool to be the thing. You imagine just being a big rock guy. Oh, I'd love it. Get to sit there, look. Does it hurt? I'm used to it. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't love to brood? You love to brood. Oh, you're, I love to brood. You're a brooding man. Yeah. I was talking to someone, and we were just like, man, that guy loves to brood. Not wrong. Not wrong. <clears throat> oh, what's All it right, on? so it's it's real late. Do you have anything else to say about Final Fantasy Four Stick Four? Yeah, if anything, you're the thing. I think I'm the Human Torch. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that's probably it. Yeah. Who's our stretchy guy? Keegan. Keegan. The, the third person is always just Keegan. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're the stretchy guy. I'm the thing. Keegan's the torch because he's the cool one. And who's the girl? Jared. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I ever tell you the, the, the... I almost got you a Christmas present. This year? Yeah. But then I was like, I'm not going to spend that much money. It was $50. That's very thoughtful of you to tell to tell to tell me. I thought about spending a fraction of what I have spent on myself in ridiculous purchases, but I decided it was too much money. That's very thoughtful of you. I know I you, thought you'd be happy that I was making <laughs> I think you spent four times that on skull shirts and then called me because you were freaking out about your financial situation. Exactly. I thought I thought I would save you a call. Do you want to know what I was gonna get you? I guess. I was going to get you a square foot of land in Scotland. And so, you know those things, like those titles where you could buy? Yeah. Yeah. And I was going to get one. I said you were the lady of the banger. The lady of the what? I was going to say, because you put Lord or Lady, and I was going to say Lady Rob, your last name. That was my whole plan. I said, I'd be like, you're the lady. Of, of the handful of gifts you've got me, that would actually legitimately be the best and funniest. I know, yeah. yeah and, then, and that was the one time you talked yourself out of it. I know. I know. I still regret it. Well, 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 well the big thing was I was, I was going to, because it was, a, it, was a, it was a buy one, get one deal on it. So I was going to make... Raph the Lord, but then I couldn't remember his last name, and I was like, no, I'm going to go. 
I was like, I think it's, I think I know what it is, but I'm not 100% sure. Well, I did actually get you a gift. Did you actually? Yeah, because I'm a good friend. You can't get me that now. What? No, I absolutely can get you that now. What are you talking about? All right, well, just run through it real quick. Okay, here, you uh, do that. I'm doing this. What I have watched, just one movie, Dunkirk, just finishing up the Nolan thing. I still have to watch Dark Knight Rises and following. I'll get around to those eventually. really don't want to watch Dark Knight Rises. But Dunkirk... Dark Knight Rises? Why don't you want to watch Dark Knight Rises? That is definitely the worst of them. Maybe his worst movie. You think, you think the Rises one is? Oh, yeah, for sure. But Dunkirk, on the other hand, the one that I just watched, actually awesome. Dunkirk is really great. There should be more war movies about being scared as shit. Like, just all the time. Just terrified. Pooping your pants scared. That and logistics. That's what that movie is about. It's about being scared and about logistics and still fucking kicks ass. And I'm just kind of vamping because you're looking at your phone. I'm buying you the land. Uh, okay, do it later. Fuck. Jesus Christ. I panicked. You didn't know you got me a gift. I did. Okay, it wasn't fifty dollars. It is a joke gift. I was just saying it to make you feel bad. Well, mission accomplished, and now and I'm going to spend fifty dollars on you. You doing that to make yourself feel better is not a good plan. Don't do that. Well, now I have to do it. You you literally don't. I'm going to get you ten feet now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, one just got ten feet higher. <laughs> Oh man, it sucks he didn't build. Well, it doesn't suck that he didn't build that wall, but man, that's the that's the funniest thing he's ever said. He he's said some funny things. He's an awful person who occasionally does say some really funny things. <laughs> you ever seen a, you ever seen a skinny person drinking a diet coke? <laughs> oh man, I've watched some movies. What have you watched? Oh, man. What did I watch? blew through Dunkirk. Dunkirk is really good. Tom Hardy, great actor. Can do so much with just his eyes. Tom Hardy rocks. We'll talk more about Tom Hardy next week. Oh, man, we will. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm so excited for that movie. I might legitimately not even have to watch it. I'm going to, but I've seen it. Why would you not? That's the thing, yeah. 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 I mean, really, like, the perfect... I've already rewatched it. I might watch it again. What's it called? The perfect thing of just, like... I'm just like, man, why'd you take 20 years? And then you look and you're like, that's why you took 20 years. That's why Talk you more about it next years. week. It's, it's so late, what have you watched? I've watched several things. Okay. It's just going to take me a second to remember what they were. Oh, I watched two Peanuts holiday specials. Okay. What's it called? It's called the Thanksgiving one, which maybe we talked about that last week, where I was like, oh, yeah, I figured out I've actually never watched it. I uh, did the Christmas one. Love the Christmas one. Christmas one, pretty good. So Christmas. sad. I love yeah. sad Christmas. Yeah. Oh, I watched two different Christmas carols. I watched Muppet Christmas Carol. Fantastic. Absolutely stupendous. Yeah. That's, see, that's the thing. I, I've hit the perfect stride because I grew up celebrating Christmas to an extent, right? Because I had the Catholic, Catholic. mom. Yeah, because yeah. I'm Catholic. Yeah, because I'm a papist, right? Yeah. What's it called? Because, yes. Oh, that just reminds me of something I want to talk about briefly next week. I'm so excited yeah. for what on earth that could possibly be. It's just, it's a, it's a, we'll, we'll get into it next week. I'm yeah, just excited. Right. Okay. What's yeah. it about? Are we going to blow up the orange order? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> okay. But no, and then, and then I watched, uh, I watched a, a Disney one where, uh, Mickey, where it's Mickey and Scrooge. And you I'm didn't, you didn't watch the, uh, Jim Carrey mocap, mocap nightmare? What? What? 
Yeah, that was, I think, the third and final, like, insane motion capture movie that Robert Zemeckis made after the Polar Express and Beowulf. He also did a Jim Carrey Christmas Carol that is just as nightmarish. What? Yeah. I did not... Well, now I know what I'm going to terrify my children with. <laughs> Next time I have them. Yeah, like it's, no. it's the dead mask of Jim Carrey staring at you with lifeless doll's eyes. Like, how do you make that and what? Because, like, the, I'm sorry, the Uncanny Valley is something that everyone experiences. It's, it's, the, it's part of the thing that makes you human is that you can look at a thing and be like, that's not me. It's too close to me and I want to destroy it. Yeah. God, that's... <laughs> the saddest thing is there are like videos where you can watch like the side-by-side -side performances of like the real per performance the actor was giving like that tom hanks was giving in the polar express it's probably fantastic <laughs> like, it's so much better like so much like nuance that was just totally lost completely lost of just a completely and turned into something that you must destroy with fire exactly yeah yeah, yeah. you ever you ever see the man in the iron mask no yeah, it's kind of, yeah, like that, where it's just like a face. You ever seen Murray, your doll? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. I, that, it's so funny knowing that I could completely destroy a friendship by just taking, by just, by just really a 20-minute car ride. And there are so many ways to destroy a friendship. I know, but that is one that I could do, and the thing is, I could hear it, because I could just sit next door and just smile to myself, and then just hear your blood-curdling screams. Yeah, but you would be destroying yourself. I literally don't know what you would do without someone to just expose yourself to. That's absolutely true. Yeah. Yes, that's absolutely I don't know how many other people would put up with you. I literally don't know why you're still here. <laughs> But join us next week, folks, when we talk about... That's everything? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, there's probably something else I watched, but God knows if I can remember it. We're good. It's, it's, it's such a long episode. It's so late. So next week, we have just The Goat, Mad Max, Fury Road, yes. and The Mummy with the Tom Cruise version. We're looking at two attempts to reboot or restart franchises. That's right. Again, same as this week, one successful, one unsuccessful. I'll leave you to figure out which one is which. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? I, I know that I am still deeply invested in the dark universe, really waiting for the next the next entry. Like, That's right. Yeah. That's right. It's my favorite cinematic universe. Who doesn't love the dark universe and I and doesn't know what it is? I don't know. I because I do know what it is. Have you have you oh you so you, you haven't watched The Mummy yet? Rob, I haven't watched okay. either movie. You know me. I bro, watched them. The bro, bro, it starts with, okay. So just I, I just have to say this, but uh, fuck myself. But anyway, so it starts with like the universal logo, you know, going around like the planet, and then it reverses and goes to like the dark side of the planet. And, that can't be. And true. And a title comes up that says "Dark Universe." That can't be true. It's absolutely true. That can't be true. The, First and the last movie to do that. Like, they called a shot and then swung and hit themselves in the dick. Oh my god, I'm so excited to watch this movie. Yes. You know, what's, you know yes. what I know, already know is going to happen? What's that? I'm, I'm calling my shot now. I'm going to love the mummy. <laughs> we'll have a conversation tomorrow. Not okay. tomorrow. We're not recording it tomorrow. That, yeah, it'd be very hard to do. I haven't watched either one. Yeah. If you ever want to know, Rob, if I'm, if I'm ready to record, ask yourself this. Is it... Is it more than three days before? It's not. Well, then the answer's no. So there you go. It's... I watched them... I watched them... 
You watch them on day of at work. <laughs> because I want them to be fresh and in my mind because I forget. <laughs> All right. So join us next time for Fury Road and, and the, the Mummy, Mummy Returns. <laughs> the Scorpion King 4. I saw the Scorpion King. <laughs> Goodbye. Just put on my best pair of shoes because talk about me because she said he's the one that drill a song, honey, that's gone. Oh, he's back. That kid on the TV just called me a dickhead again. Noob Master. Yeah, Noob Master 69. Called me a dickhead. Noob Master, hey, it's Thor again. You know the God of Thunder? Listen, buddy, if you don't log off this game immediately, I'm gonna fly over to your house, come down to that basement you're hiding in, rip off your arms, and shove them up your butt. Let's fly, let's go cry to your father, you little weasel. Thank you, Thor. Hey, let me know if it bothers you again, okay? Thank you very much, Ovi. That's where my pops went. See, my percentage is a pennant to the planet. Knock it out the ballpark, Frank it. I should not tie this tie to a metal log. Let the wings spread. It'll always come back, baby. Come back, shellac, black, baby. A comeback, flat, black, pink on the ship. Never too early for Dr. Pepper.